Welcome to the New Atheist Experience. We are live with Kwali Kush and Kwame Remesu. This is the show that strives to educate, inform, and grow our community by promoting reading, critical thinking, and secular humanism as a replacement for the heavily biblical worldview that has halted the growth of our people for over 2,000 years. It is the lack of scientific literacy, logic, reasoning, and critical thinking in our community that produces a public that is more susceptible to trickery, scams, and cons. Not only does religion make one less likely to value reality, but it also produces many of the ills of our society, racism, prejudice, and various superstitious beliefs. On this show, we encourage people to question their beliefs and their origins and how religious thought patterns affect our behavior. You can listen to this show as a podcast on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. You can also watch us live on YouTube every Sunday. We also have other shows on our channel, so if you like this show, you might want to check those out as well. We have a science podcast called Shout Out Electron and an investigative podcast called New Thugs. Those links are in the description below. If you love this content, why not consider making a contribution to help us grow our platform and reach more people? Your contribution will help us pay for various monthly subscriptions and equipment costs needed to produce this content. You can make a one-time, monthly, or annual contribution directly at our website, qualicush.com. Every dollar helps us out, so don't hesitate to show your support. If you would love to contribute but you cannot contribute financially, you can still help out the show by clicking the like button, sharing this content on your social media, or by visiting the website qualicush.com. Your engagement helps us rank better and thus reach more people. Check the description below for all of these links. Now for all my Bible readers out there, for all my Quran readers out there, you've been reading the same book for generations and you still have not found liberation for our people. How much better would our community be if instead of reading the same book every Sunday over and over again, we read a different book every Sunday? Imagine that. If the preacher read a different book to the congregation every Sunday instead of the same book over and over again, how much smarter would the congregation be? Well, church, at QualityCush.com, we read a different book to you every single day. For free, you don't have to read the books yourself anymore. I read them to you, and all you have to do is listen. You no longer have an excuse not to read books. Because I know a lot of y'all like to say that you don't have time or you can't sit still. Well, now you can listen to books anytime, anywhere. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on these free audiobooks. And if you don't prefer the books that I choose to read, you can get two free audiobooks of your choice when you sign up for a free trial with Audible. That link is also in the description or you can go to qualicush.com and click the audiobooks tab. So make sure you share this content on your social media and help us grow our platform and help wake these people up. And without further ado, we're going to begin the show. You are listening to the new Atheist Experience. Yeah, you pronounce my name. Any questions? I bring many blessings. I don't care what he smokes. I don't care how much he smokes. He ain't never going to be the most high, okay? So Give to everyone who asks you for something. Don't turn anyone away who wants to borrow something from you. Be sure to give to them without any hesitation. If you would be perfect, go. Sell what you possess and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. 
The Bible is full of verses like this. And based on the text alone, one would think that a rich Christian should be the most generous giver ever. But as it turns out, there's another group filling that number one spot. Who? You guessed it. The atheists. In this video, we'll be comparing the spending habits of rich Christians to that of rich atheists. The purpose of this comparison is to illustrate the difference in morality, values, and overall sensibility of the millions of dollars being spent by these wealthy individuals. So who helps society more, atheists or Christians? Let's find out, shall we? It's often slightly difficult to research Christians because they largely disagree with one another. While conducting research for this video, I found numerous contradictions in the Christian ideology as well as some bold-faced lies. For example, on ChristianityToday.com's list of 5 Christian billionaires you should know, Bill Gates is the cover and is number 3 on the list. The only problem, Bill Gates is not a Christian and anyone with a TV or internet access can figure this out. Their website goes on to say that Gates mentioned that it makes sense to believe in God. But when I looked up the interview, it turns out that what Gates actually said was, quote, I agree with people like Richard Dawkins that mankind felt the need for creation myths. Before we really began to understand disease, weather, and things like that, we saw false explanations for them. Now science has filled in some of the realm, not all, that religion used to fill. But the mystery and the beauty of the world is overwhelmingly amazing, and there's no scientific explanation of how it came about. To say it was generated by random numbers, that does seem, you know, sort of an uncharitable view. I think it makes sense to believe in God, but exactly what decision in your life you make differently because of it, I don't know. End quote. So, why is ChristianityToday.com lying about Bill Gates being Christian? I'll let you figure that one out. So let's get this comparison started, shall we? Rich Christians versus rich atheists. First up for the Christians, Betsy DeVos, a juggernaut funder of religious and Republican causes in Michigan and the U.S. Secretary of Education. Up next for the Christians, Foster Freeze, a conservative mega donor in Wyoming and an early backer of Donald Trump. Number three for the Christians, the Green family, Hobby Lobby owners and one of the richest families in America who helped secure Supreme Court's consequential 2014 decision on religious freedom and birth control. They recently opened an elaborate museum dedicated to the Bible on the edge of the National Mall. Let's compare those to the current most charitable individuals in the United States. Number one, Warren Buffett, atheist, donated $40.785 billion to health, education, and humanitarian causes. Number two, Bill and Melinda Gates, atheist, donated $27.6 billion to global health and development and education. Number three, George Soros, atheist, who donated $6.9 billion to charity. And just a side note, 100 years ago, one of the USA's leading philanthropists was Andrew Carnegie, who was also an atheist. However, in 2005, Time Magazine crowned Howard and Roberta Emerson the most powerful evangelical financiers in America. As an heir to the assets of home savings and loan, a mortgage and insurance empire, Howard Emerson became an influential philanthropist, backing projects in Bible translation, art, and perhaps most notably, politics. The Emersons poured millions of dollars into ballot initiatives and Republican campaigns in California. In 2008, they gave more than a million dollars to support Proposition 8, which successfully banned same-sex marriage in the state. The couple also backed the Discovery Institute, which is a pseudo-think tank that promotes intelligent design, and the Claremont Institute, which promotes limited government. Regarding group efforts, Kiva.org, the microfinancing organization that has distributed over $261 million to people in 61 nations, has what they call lending teams that post their generous efforts online. 
The leading team for November 22nd, 2011 is atheists, agnostics, skeptics, free thinkers, secular humanists, and the non-religious. These 18,000 blasphemers have lent over $5,623,750 in over 187,000 loans. Their simple motto is, we loan because we care about the suffering of human beings. Trailing behind in the number two slot are the Kiva Christians who have loaned over $3 million. Their supernatural rallying cry is, we loan because pure and undefiled religion before God the Father is this, to care for orphans and widows in their misfortune and to keep oneself unstained by the world. On philanthropyroundtable.com, we see that Bill Gates has made major contributions in Africa. However, Bill Gates is not a Christian and the Gates Foundation is not a Christian organization. Thus, we have more dishonesty from the Christian side and this is a penalty flag on the play. Those points automatically go to the atheists. Now there are a lot of Christians out there who often work with incarcerated individuals, poor and homeless people, assisting them with food and shelter, but this usually is accompanied by an agree to listen to their sermon or take a Bible study class or otherwise adopt the Christian faith. Atheist volunteers on the other hand don't ask for anything from the needy, they simply give. Furthermore, it seems Christian giving is declining. In 2018, Giving USA and Indiana University's Lilly Family School of Philanthropy found a sharp decrease in religious giving over the past four decades, declining from well over half of all giving in the late 70s through the early 90s to roughly a third as recently as 2017. But doesn't Mark chapter 10 verse 21 say, Go sell everything that you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven? I have yet to see a rich Christian actually do this. And even with commands like this in the Bible, these so-called Christians fall second in the realm of philanthropy and atheists are leading the way in the charity race. Shouldn't it be the other way around? It seems Christians who are generous givers only give to Christian-based organizations. They seem to want to spread the word of their religion rather than help with actual issues faced in life. Atheists, on the other hand, don't believe in God, so when they give, they give to organizations that are actually helping people rather than preach to them. I hope you learned something in this video, and if you want more, don't forget to click the like button, subscribe to this channel, and share this video. And if you want more, you can always go to our website, qualicush.com, where we provide daily book recommendations and promote free thinking in the black community. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next time. Yeah, you pronounce my name, and questions, I bring many blessings. I don't care what he smokes, I don't care how much he smokes, he ain't never gonna be the most high, okay? man is why we're here on this earth where uh where are we going from here the bible is about 90 percent prophecy and 10 percent history the rest of course is education and certain areas of the human life the bible just like a uh, a owner's manual in a car is our human owner's manual it tells us how to live. It tells us how to repair our families. It teaches us how to control our anger. Uh, it teaches us about sex. It teaches us how to rear our children. All of these things uh, are involved or in, in, uh, encased in the message that Christ brought. But this Simon Magus and Satan saw fit to supplant or counterfeit this religion. And for about a hundred years during that time in those crusades, brother, there is no church history. There is no real history. Satan did a very good job of blotting out this church history. They called it the Dark Ages. 
So, and I didn't mean to get carried away about that, but here just about a year ago, I was put out of a church down here ran by a man named Ricky Rush. Now, the only thing I did was, is I asked him a simple question. And the question was, is the same thing that I ask all those other preachers, okay? Mm -hmm. Is the Christian life still based on the Ten Commandments? And he said, no, we're not under the law. I began to tell other members that we are being taught by a false prophet. Anyone who denounces the Ten Commandments, which are relative today, just like they were almost 3,000 years ago, and they tell another parishioner or a member that you're not under the law, that's lawlessness. That is a false teaching. That is not true. Now, about two or three days later after I went to a Bible study, I was asked to leave, and I was asked not to come back. So that's kind of how my journey has been, man. I only want the truth, brother. But if I can share something with somebody, and maybe it would make them take a different look or a different approach at whatever research they've been doing, I'm willing to share that. If I, if we disagree, we just agree to disagree. I just want to be able to share what I know with you, and I would want to learn how you got to where you are. And like what? I don't want to. I don't want to argue. I don't want to create some type of wedge between you and I because brother we're both human beings we're both brothers right but I when you said the word atheist and you said man I ran from Christianity that kind of hurt me because I'm like you know there are <laughs> other people man that I've ran into and I mean hundreds and hundreds of different people they're saying the same thing you know so that's kind of how I, I got to where uh, to where I am and um, you're a young man, and it's interesting that you articulate well. You seem very highly intelligent, and I don't meet very many of those uh, that much these days. Uh, so it's just interesting to have a, a very healthy and meaningful conversation. I agree. So, so if I can send you some material. Just, just one piece of material. I'd like for you to read it. I'd like for you to send me through mail, and I'm willing to pay for postage, whatever I have to do. Some research that debunks or showed you how the Bible is false. All right. Well, Give we might not even have to have to go that far because I think I think the uh, the issue is. Just from listening to you talk, it sounds like you you value the Ten Commandments, and you obviously believe in God. And I would I would say you are, and you haven't you haven't uh, disclosed any of this or uh, whether you're fundamentalist or not. But you sort you sound sort of fundamental. So a quick question before I ask you a couple more: uh, Are would you, would you consider yourself a fundamentalist Christian? And what I mean by that is, do you uh, believe? For example, the Earth is six to ten thousand years old. Or do you believe in the scientific theory that it's uh, billions of years old? I believe. <clears throat> I believe that there is a combination or a two-prong answer. There. I believe that the Earth is far more older 
than tens of billions of years old. But I do believe that there is a supreme deity that created the earth and the universe. Okay. I'm not, I am not pushing any science out of the way. Gotcha. What I am saying is, is I, I, I can't believe that it is science alone that aided in the creation of the earth and the universe. It's too vast. All right. But uh, here's, here's a uh, thought, because while we're on that subject, because the, here's the thing, all right? And um, like you're older than me, so I would say just, just by listening to you speak and the fact that you're older than me, that in your life experience that you, you probably are wiser than me. But when, uh, when people in America have been subjected to um, indoctrination, and not just in a religious sense, but education as well. So the school system's corrupt, the government's corrupt, and the church is corrupt. As you yourself have said, that even the church that you were going to, they weren't preaching the real word of Jesus. And they admitted it. So because of this, the people's thinking, even our elders, is sometimes flawed. And um, the flaw is... Uh, you know when they say you, when you assume you make an ass of yourself? You make an ass out of you and me, yes sir. Right. So, oh, yes, sir. So, uh, yes, sir. so the, 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 the masses have this assumption that's been uh, taught to them that there is a God. And you start from that point. And when you start from that point, the world looks to be a certain way. Okay. When really you should be starting from, is there a God? Because before you can um, say the word of God and which is the right word and who's preaching the right word, first you have to prove that there is a word of a God. And I don't think anybody, any religion has met that burden of proof. If this were a, 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 a court proceeding, if we were in court, God would be not guilty of existing. Okay. Matter of fact, he, he skipped trial. He's not even present. There is no witness to, to interrogate here so all we have is people all right so when you when you um believe in quote the word of god or the word of jesus let's say let's take the ten commandments for example you value the ten commandments and i'm assuming that you value the ten commandments uh no no pun on what i just said about assumptions but yes sir yes sir i'm assuming that you do that because you believe that the ten commandments were god given or god inspired yes. and i would disagree with that and maybe uh, maybe you will change your mind if I, if I tell you why I disagree with that. Because, first of all, if there is a God that is going, going about to planets like Earth and giving out rules, I would expect those rules to be godly. You know, I wouldn't expect those rules to sound like something that came from you or me. I would expect them to be superior, you know. And the Ten Commandments don't seem that way. Because what's the first uh, commandment? It, uh Remind me, because I might get it wrong. Well, let's do this. Let's do this. Uh -huh. Hold on. Hold on one second. All right. Now, the very first commandment is thou shalt have no other god or gods before okay. me. Okay. Stop right there. Now, okay. if there is only one god, uh -huh. right, which uh, um, most Christians believe that there is only one god, 
shouldn't the first commandment be I'm the only God, not not don't have any other gods before me or don't have uh, any false gods before me or something to that effect. But it doesn't say that. It says that's why I have no other gods before me. And when I read that, it sounds like there's a bunch of gods and this God is telling me I should follow him instead of following these others. And that's the very first commandment. And being that it's the first, you would think that it's the most important, but that doesn't really seem that important for a rule for life. And, and furthermore, if this God is the creator of everything and the universe, why should he care if I put another God before him? It doesn't matter if I'm worshiping my pinky toe. If you're God, what do you care about little old me worshiping my pinky toe? And why is that more important than all of the other commandments? But if you if you if you look at it from a sense of this written by man, it makes sense that they will write that because they want you to follow their religion rather than any other religion. So a man would write a commandment like that. All right. And then a couple of more commandments. Um, uh, I'm not sure of the exact order, but I know there's some in there that say thou shalt not covet your neighbor's wife. Thou shalt not steal. And you could you could you could get rid of about four or five of those commandments and just say thou shalt be honest. So what, we don't really need ten commandments. And like if I can figure that out, wouldn't the creator of the universe be smart enough to figure that out and give us a, a, a more sensible rule book? And furthermore, each of these ten commandments uh, can be found in the forty-four negative confessions of Ma'at, which predates uh, Moses by over four thousand years. So even if this was the word of God, it's not the complete word of God, and it's, 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 it seems like it was plagiarized from the forty-four negative confessions of Ma'at. that you have. Do, do you, this, um, the commandment that we talked about first about no other gods before me, uh -huh. do you, do you think it's possible that man can get it into his mind to make a material physical item a god do you think that's possible uh, not only think do about, I think about what I said not think only do I think that's possible I'll go a step further and say I think it's possible that man would make a non-existent immaterial nothing a god and that's exactly what they've done but uh, for, for the sake of conversation yes uh, I would say yes is the answer to your question okay I want to uh I want you to walk with me for a minute. You live in Atlanta, right? Correct. Uh, and I'm almost certain that in some of the neighborhoods you are, you pass by or where you are, you have a car wash, right? Yes, sir. And at the car wash, there's always going to be that one or two guys who have the most uh, phenomenal car that you could you know, imagine a young black man or a young man, and I'm just going to use the Corvette. That's okay. actually one of my favorite cars, so it's cool with me. Okay, but it's a Corvette. Okay. Now, uh, we all like to keep a vehicle like that in top running condition as well as keep it clean, right? Right. But 
we have each other to build a relationship together and I will bless you with all the things that you want. I may not give you everything you need, but I will give you the desires or the wants of your heart. I hear you. And you that, had a very good point though. You that, had a very, very good point, man. And that um you know, and that sounds beautiful, you know, and that's that's uh actually one of my grievances with religion is because they, they have these um this doctrine and this rhetoric that sounds so good and it makes you feel good that you almost just believe it just because you want to. But the problem, the, the disagreement that I have with what you just said is, um, like, uh, I contended that the Ten Commandments were not God-inspired and written by man, and you could tell because a God wouldn't command you to not have any other gods. If he was the only one, he would be smart enough not to say that. And your rebuttal was that that's not what was meant. It, what he really means is not to worship uh, anything that's material or any anything more than you you will worship a God or to spend more time on something more than God. But the problem with that is because the second commandment says not to make any graven images, which is pretty much what you just gave as the ex, uh, explanation for the first commandment. So I contend once again that the first commandment is not referring to material objects; it's referring to other actual gods because at the time that it was written there were polytheistic religions that were more popular than matter of fact christianity was the first or, or uh, catholicism was the first or judaism i'm sorry was the monotheistic religion and which which all these other uh religions sprung out of catholicism and christianity sprung out of judaism but the first religion with only one god was Judaism. So it was written in a time where people believed in multiple gods. So when they say, Thou shalt have no other gods but me, a person talking to another person, because a true God would have said something more to the effect of, There are no other gods but me. You feel what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. Now, do you realize or do you know the history of the children of Israel in Egypt? Do you know anything about the history? Sure, I know. I know a lot about it, actually. What, what, what's your next question? Well, well, are you are you aware that in Egypt, when Pharaoh took the uh, the children of Israel captive, and they stayed in Egypt, you know, several hundred uh, several hundred years, that uh, there was a lot of uh, idolatrous worship. There were uh, golden calves, uh, animal worship, uh, sex worship. You know, they were, there were all of these different types of uh, pagan things that the children of Israel were exposed to. No, I don't. I don't. Um, I don't know that to be a fact. I know that to be a, a story that okay. people like to tell. But historically, um, there is no evidence that. Um, any pharaohs held any Hebrews captive. Okay, okay. And, and now, and you're saying this because you said you're not aware of it. You have you have read some history. I'm saying everything that I have the... I have read I have read nothing that said historically. I've read it in in religious texts. Okay. Or okay. I, what I would call myths, but I have okay. not read it in any historical text that. Uh, 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 Egyptian pharaoh held a uh, Hebrew or Israelite 
enslaved for any amount of time okay. ever. Again, I think we can share some things, and I just want you to read it. If you if you reject it, I don't have a problem with that. But I think once you read it, it will just have you to take a look at the other side of what you have read. And it is fact, and it's not just in the Bible. It, it's something that has been recorded through years of archaeological studies, uh, scientific studies where it has been proven that while the children of Israel spent time in Egypt under the rule of Pharaoh, there were a lot of idolatry things going on. Which Pharaoh? Again, say it again. Which Pharaoh? Well, there have been several Pharaohs, but we want to go back to the very first Pharaoh in Genesis. Okay? Pharaoh was just a name for ruler or king. Okay? And there is no specific name like Pharaoh Michael, Pharaoh Jack, or anything like that. The Bible just specifically says Pharaoh, King Pharaoh, yeah. in the time. Yeah, the Pharaoh when, that was the Pharaoh that was in rule uh, during okay. that time period. September, uh, Amen. And and he yeah he never held any any uh slave any uh Israelite slaves. Something that I think would let you take a different look. I'm not. I'm not saying that's not this gentleman's name. I'm not saying that in any shape, form, or fashion. But these commandments were adopted first and foremost for the children of Israel who were coming out of slavery and who had been exposed to these different idolatrous and pagan things. And not only were they for them, but as time has went on, they have been for all of mankind. But the wording of these two commandments, the graven images, falls under the fact that they had calf worship, sex worship. They worshiped these different uh, 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 sun gods, moon gods. It was brother. That's why you hear some of these theologians say everything that's pagan that we know now came out of Egypt. It's just been modernized. But isn't so Christianity I, pagan? Uh, there was one time where Christianity was pagan. And that's because the Catholics wanted to attempt and try to kill off as much of the true church history as it possibly could. That's how Christ's true religion was counterfeited. It was done by the Catholics. There's a such thing I'd like for you to read. It's called the Catholic Crusades. It's very, it's very sad because it tells what happened to Muslims at the time when they were very peaceful, building their own community and empire, and what the Catholics came in and did to them. So uh, if you sad. know about the Crusades, um, and you can you can conceive of the Catholics um, committing that atrocity to basically create a false religion. I what? can I can attest I can attest to that. I, I can I can back that up or back you up with facts on that. Yes, sir. So do you think it's possible that that's not the first time that it happened, and that uh, uh, I, 
I believe, I believe, and, and I'm not, I'm not sure because see, that's something that I, I only studied very briefly, but I believe that it happened in phases. There were different phases where the Crusades attacked these different Muslim communities, Christian communities. I just, I can't pinpoint how it happened or what happened. Okay, but I can tell you that it did happen. And they were attempting to blot out as much uh, Muslim religion, Christian religion, or true Christian religion and set up their own religion, which was pagan. In the book of Revelation, uh, John, who was writing the book of Revelation, had the most made reference to this religion. He called it the Babylonian religion, the mother of all harlots. He was talking about the Catholic Church. He was talking about the, the popes that have come along and slaughtered billions and millions of people trying to convert them to Catholicism. I believe that. So, I know that. I've read that. And somehow in the, in the midst of all of this confusion and chaos, you found the true Christian doctrine. I, I found it because Christ said that his church would be set up somewhere on this earth and the gates of hell would never prevail against it. How do you know that Christ uh, said that? How do I know he said it? Well, it is in the Holy Word, brother. It's in his writing. How do you know that it's his writing or that it's holy? Well, there are other scriptures and verses that I have gathered that proves that God used these men like Moses and Jacob and the Apostle Paul and Timothy to use their hands to write his actual words. But it was his spirit power that was still here on this earth with the apostles for them to write those last few books of the New Testament. These men actually existed, they lived. However, they were killed very violently for the same thing basically Christ was doing, and that's just telling the truth, the true religion. So if God wanted us to know something, and he, yeah. he created the sun, the moon, the earth, and the stars and everything, yes. why does he have to then resort to use man as a conduit to, to get a message across. Couldn't he just make us aware of what he wants to know? Like, for example, when a baby's born, you don't have to teach the baby how to suckle a nipple. They instinctively know how to do it, and they know where to go to get their, their food from their mother. It's ingrained in them. So if God wanted us to know something, why didn't he just ingrain it in us the way that uh, suckling nipples is ingrained in us. Well, the process, and I want you to listen closely because you have a very, very good question. The process by which God wants to obtain the purpose for man here on man on this earth was gonna be used through mankind. Hold on one second. This is my sister. Hold on. Hey, baby, what's going on? Your shoes. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on a second, little brother. I'm sorry. No problem. No problem. Okay, there you go, brother. There you go. Do me a favor and tell her I'm on the phone. I'm going to be off in just a minute. She was trying to call me, okay? So I'll be off in just a minute. 
No man, when, when, when God created man from the dust of the ground, he had such a great purpose for man. Created man first because man was going to be the conduit by which he achieved his purpose here on earth. The problem is, is that man had to keep a very close relationship with his creator. Adam decided to listen to his wife instead of listening to what God was telling him in the Garden of Eden. Uh, Garden of Eden. That relationship was broken. At that time, God decided that he could not depend on man. Man was incomplete. So man needed a little bit of extra help while on this earth. That help was his Holy Spirit. Okay? Now, follow along with me. Suckling and nursing a baby with a nipple and milk is the same as God and man developing a close relationship and using that Bible that was entered to earth as the milk to read and understand how your life is to be lived here and how he is to be worshipped. But man has chosen... And I'm not talking about everybody. I'm just saying man has chosen to go his own way. Man has developed his own religion, his own law, the, his own views about marriage and family and homosexuality. Man has developed these things and he has broken that umbilical cord that connects man and God so that he can be nourished. That's why the world is so sick. It would have been easy for him to do that that way, but he wanted it this way because he has a very unique and complex purpose for man being here on this earth. And man you... is not here to be selling drugs. Man is not here to be killing each other, stabbing each other. We're not here to be making rap music. We're here to be giving honor, praise, and glory to our creator. With the same rappers that you denounce will go to an award show and right after talking about hoes and bitches and all that they get an award and they say i want to thank god that's true that is true it's the very first that thing that they know but furthermore not only not only are the followers of uh god they don't they don't they don't seem to be um what's the word they're not real to me they don't yeah they and, but even the story in Genesis is, is, is uh, there are other stories that predate Genesis and, and almost word for word are the same story. So if, the, if it's true, I, I will ask you, why, why don't you adhere to the original story, such as uh, the Epic of Gilgamesh? Have you had a chance to read it? I have not had a chance to read it. And that's why I say I would really, really like for you to share with me some of your research or at least text me until i can find it i'll be glad to do so brother i I would love to i'm a reader i love to read i'll tell you what and i I, um i'll put together um an article and i'll post it and i'll send you a link to it uh via facebook well i I hope you do i hope you do man i I mean dude i would have to sit really brother i'm gonna be honest with you if it's a little place over there close to where you live today I'll be buying your dinner, and we could sit down, and we could grab our books and laptops, and we could just shop it all day. Uh, yeah, we can arrange that. I would really, I would really like that. I don't. I had one brother here who I could really share a lot of uh, uh, things that me and you were talking about, but he moved. His job relocated. Uh, so, yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, well, we'll, uh, 
we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll probably set them up. But what um the the this in the epic of Gilgamesh, what it is? It's an epic poem, and um it, it comes from uh, Mesopotamia, and it's it, it's uh from 1800 uh BC. So we're talking about a whole almost 2,000 years. Is it 1,800 years before there was an idea of a, a Jesus or anything? And the, the story is um a man named Enkidu and a woman named Shemat and uh, they were created by God from the soil and they gave and God gave them dominion over the animals and the woman tempted the man with the offering of food and then they discovered their nakedness and the man because of his nakedness left paradise and God forbade him to return now this is what happened in the epic of Gilgamesh 1800 years before Genesis so okay. it's hard for me to, to 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 take the Bible seriously when 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 I you know I've read these other stories that mirror the Bible that predate the Bible and that's not the only one this is a plethora okay. of of these uh coincidences or or, or what I would call just blatant uh, plagiarism okay. Uh, okay and most of it is in the Bible but uh, other things that uh alert me or, or raise a red flag. That the Bible's not true, or or the, at least it's not the word of God written by men, is because it do, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, for for example, in in Genesis, uh, the second chapter, um, it says that um, God put Satan on on his belly, and, and he, that was his curse for deceiving Eve. But then in the book and, of Job, that's in Genesis. That's in Genesis two. Genesis two fourteen. And, and in Job, you can go to Job, the second chapter, and the second verse, and um, God's talking to Satan, and it's interesting because it says, um, and let me pull it up, matter of fact, so I can give you the real, what it says. Okay. <clears throat> when Job, the second chapter, it says that God had a meeting with the sons of God, basically. And oh, Satan yeah. was among yes. them, and I just thought that that was interesting because it seemed like every time Satan does anything um, right. worth mentioning, God's with him, and that's just just funny to me. But anyway, so uh, Job, the Book of Job, chapter one. Again, there was a day when the Son of God came to present Himself before the Lord. Yeah. All right, so right. it's right. the sons of God present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also among them. So Satan's with them. They they hanging out, all right? To present himself before the Lord. And the Lord said to Satan, From whence comest thou? Where the hell are you coming from? Right? Where are you coming from? Yeah. And Satan answered and said, From going to and fro in the earth and walking up and down. But this is this is this is happened after Genesis, right? Where Satan was, got put on his belly in Genesis. This was this was actually predating. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yes, this was predating Genesis, and you can find a little bit more research in the Book of Ezekiel about how that came about, how Satan became who he was, how he got 
name. Uh, I will share that with you too. I'm gonna, bro, we got a lot of stuff to send each other because I want you to really see who and what Satan is before his uh, being kicked out of the heavens. Okay, being at the right hand of God, the Creator, and Christ Himself. See, something happened. We always have to look at or go back to the history instead of trying to eliminate it so that we can, you know, get a definite view of what exactly happened or the who, the what, the when, the where, and how. Um, so this is what I want to do because I've got to get ready and get dressed. Um, can you text me your address and I would like to text you my address. Can you get that material for me? I'm, I'm willing to pay for the postage. I'll give you my credit card or I can pay for it, whatever. But I want you to send it to me because I want to read it. And I want to send you some from the uh, college that I attended in Edmond, Oklahoma, okay? Okay. And um, I want to share that with you. And like I said, I'm not. it's not to try to get you to change your mind. I just want you like I want to. I want to take another look at how these things happen. Okay? So, uh, uh, if if possible, I'm going to uh, try to get as most of this stuff together as I can. I have a short week. I'm going to get it together and maybe by the weekend I can have it ready to send off in the mail, okay? Alright, that'll work. That, that sound good? Yeah. And, uh, man, listen, I, I think we've had a good hour I think this is a good hour. You've definitely enlightened me on some things, and, and I hope that some things I've said have kind of helped you a little bit. But as we grow together in this relationship, I think we'll, uh, uh, we're going to make some progress, my friend. All right. Yeah, and um, I'll, uh, like I said, I'll uh, get back to you on Facebook with a link with some more information, and i include my address in it, and you can uh, okay. go ahead and send me that material. Okay. And I appreciate I'm gonna, you. Well, Alright, so there we have it. Y'all heard it. Here we are, one of our black elders, Christian brother, who had ample time and opportunity to convince me that the Bible was true and that God was real. But it seemed like the brother really started having some doubts of his own. So, to, for him to be 51 years old and to be having doubts about a religion that he's been practicing all of his life. This kind of raised a red flag to me. Maybe this religion is not a real religion. Maybe it's full of bullshit because after 51 years, you should be an expert at just about anything. Especially if you've been reading the same book. You should know that shit. After 51 years, you and Jesus should be right, y'all should be right hand men. You know what I'm saying? So. Let's deal with what he said, though. Let's deal with what he said. He said that a baby being born knowing how to suckle nipples is analogous to a man knowing God through revelation. Now, that don't make no sense because if a baby's born knowing how to, how to suckle a nipple, that means it's ingrained in the baby. It's not something that has to be taught. There is no man or woman that's born knowing how to read. So there's no way that a revelation from any book is the same as 
an instinct that's ingrained in us naturally. Alright? So if God wanted us to know something, he could have ingrained it in us naturally the same way ingrained suckling nipples in babies naturally. But he didn't ingrain the Ten Commandments in us naturally. Supposedly, we're supposed to get that through revelation. Uh, I think it's bullshit. I think it's man-made. But anyway, let's go on. Let's deal with the next thing that said. He said that the book of Job predated the book of Genesis. Now, I'm willing to uh, go ahead and give a nigga the benefit of the doubt because I'm pretty sure if I had a chance to talk to him, uh, again, he would say that he misspoke because everybody knows that Genesis is the first book. Hence, the word Genesis. It literally means the beginning. Alright? So when God cursed Satan in Genesis and put Satan on his belly in Genesis as his punishment for deceiving Eve, and then we read in the book of Job when God asked Satan, where, where is he coming from? And Satan says, from going to and fro in the earth and walking up and down it, there's a contradiction there. Because he got cursed in the beginning, but yet later on in the story he's walking up and down the earth. And no, nobody's dealing with this, alright? So we know he's wrong because he said the book of Job predated the book of Genesis. But that's not it though. Let's, let's, let's see what some, some, some real Christians got to say about this contradiction. Since y'all want to ask me why, why I don't believe. I'm going to tell you what they got to say about it. Exchange.com, a Christian, uh, like a, uh, like a core. I don't know if, if y'all know what core is. It was like Google for Christians. All right. So this guy now he prefaces his his question by saying he only welcomes answers from Christians with the viewpoint that except Genesis. One day is 24 hours and a little rendering of Genesis 1 through 11 events and believes in the Apostles' Creed. So those are the only people he wants to hear from. And let's see what they had to say to answer this question. He phrased this question, how could Satan be cursed to crawl on the ground yet walk before God in Job? And then he goes on to say, the only reconciliation I can think of is that serpents were different back then, not relegated to their beliefs as they are now. So the curse is directed to the animal and not Satan. But again, that don't make no sense. Because if God is God and he knows everything, 
And why would he curse a serpent for something that he really didn't do if he was just possessed by Satan instead of cursing Satan and letting Satan get off scot-free? Alright? So if you believe that, then you believe that God just let Satan get off scot-free and curse the serpent. So let's see what some of the people's uh, answers are. Some of his uh, Christian brethren. And this first dude disagrees with him, says Satan is not the snake in Genesis or the king in Isaiah and Ezekiel or Peter. Rather, he is the inspiration of iniquity and cursing of God. And Jesus teaches us to pray and deliver us from the evil one. Now, I don't know about you, but what that sounds like to me is that this, this brother just said that God is Satan. And this is what these people actually believe now. I'm reading it from the Christian way, and it's on the internet, so anybody can go here and correct these brothers at any time. But this is this is this is what these Christians believe. All right. So another one goes on to say, no one can answer who or what it was cursed in the garden. All right. So he said you can't even know. So how how you if you can't know, how can you say that you believe it? Or that, that you that you believe it happened, and then at the same in the same verse, eight, but you can't know. All right, all right. That's just three of them. Y'all can go to the website and read it on your own. I'll post the link in the description. All right. So let's deal with something else the brother said. He 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 has a a high reverence. Uh, he upholds the Ten Commandments and has the Ten Commandments on some type of pedestal as if the special or something all right well first of all the ten commandments are plagiarized from the 44 negative confessions of my eye and again i'll post the link in the description and you can see it you can read it for yourself and if you can tell me that it's not plagiarized and you can prove it i want to know but i guarantee you that the ten commandments mirror the the 44 negative confessions of my eye Confessions of my eyes predate Christianity by thousands of years. Alright. Again, furthermore, right after Moses gets the Ten Commandments, what they do? One of the commandments is thou shalt not kill. But immediately after they receive those commandments, they go to a neighboring tribe, murder everybody, and they keep the, the virgins and rape them. Right after they got the Ten Commandments. But you want to ask me why I don't believe in the Bible. I'm asking you why you do. Alright. Why do you adhere to this bullshit? Y'all going to wake up. And now, if you want to call and talk to me and prove something to me, you're welcome. The Facebook page is Quality Kush. The link is in the description. All you got to do is send me a message. And we'll we'll uh, be in, in uh, contact with you. I get back with you. You shoot me a phone number. I call you or whatever. We'll set something up. Do a Skype call or, or something like that. But I'm telling you, if you're trying to use that Bible to prove something to me, you're gonna get smoked like this blunt. I'm just letting you know. So you you need to come with something other than that Bible that proves what the Bible says. Because you can't use the Bible to prove itself. And with that being said, make sure y'all hit the like button, hit the subscribe button.
Smoke one. And I'll get back with y'all later. When you were reading the answer, told you correctly, but just because you were you refused the truth and the simplistic explanation doesn't mean that you continue that you can continue to be ignorant and to be wrong just because you want to, bro. You got a right to be wrong if that's what you want. But if you asking for explanation and understanding when somebody give it to you, and then you just deny it just because that's not progress, brother. And you're not being you're not being uh, uh, judicious. In, in, in your ability to try and understand and learn because there's a whole lot of goddamn learning, brother, that you need to do, bro. Sir? Yeah? Now, yeah, we always uh, learn. So, what's going to teach us? Let me, let me, so, let me go ahead and, and just re uh, reaffirm what the brother or sister who that was, the, the answer that you read earlier, that was the answer to your dilemma because, see, you may have, you may have, are, are you a, a, a follower of dumbass polite? And have you followed his teachers, brother, over the years, bro? I don't follow anybody, bro. Okay, well, it's it's quite funny that you're repeating the same dumbass that I heard. Maybe it's, if, if, it's, if it's coincidence that I say something that Polite said, it's probably because it's true. You know, if two plus two well, is four, and I well, figure well, it out. It's, no, it's, it's not a coincidence. No, no, it's not a coincidence because you, you, you're, you're probably part of the, you have the same mentality as the God-hating uh, so-called uh, 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 Oreo, Negro, self-hating, God, self-hating brother, you know, who hate God, who hate the Bible, who hate Jesus. Brother, brother, brother how, can, how, can you hate, how can you hate something that doesn't exist? Bro, 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 hold on, brother, but let me finish, though. Let me finish, though. And and all of you, brother, and, and you ain't you and you ain't the first one to say this, so don't don't lie and say you're the first one to say, oh, well, what about, uh, you know, God, uh, Satan having legs, in Genesis, I'm not having legs in Genesis. It didn't have legs in the in the story of Job. You ain't the first one to say that. So you heard somebody say that, and and you probably if you didn't hear it from polite, you heard it from another ignorant brother or sister who was repeating what some other ignorant person in the conscious community was saying. And you all are still ignorant because nobody has stepped to you yeah, so, to teach so you. I, so you I heard something and, and I agree with it, and I oh. and I repeat it. So what's your point? Oh, okay, I know you agree with it, and now I'm I, and now I'm going to reiterate the answer that you refused earlier, and if you continue to deny this answer, brother, okay, as as the scripture explains very plainly what this is talking about, then it's oh, you can continue to be ignorant. That's you. So don't walk around here acting like you right. You ain't right because you deny what is is plainly written in front of your face. Now okay, let's okay, go to okay, Genesis, get, get brother. To it then. Show me. If I'm wrong, see, see the difference is I'm not I'm not going around acting like I'm all high and mighty. If I'm wrong, I actually want to know that I'm wrong. So please educate me and, and enlighten uh, me. Well, like Black Jesus, let's, let's Black Jesus, Jesus, I got a question, bro. Let, let me ask you something, Black Jesus. I'm an atheist, man. I'm on, like I said, I'm in Fort Worth, Texas. I'm I'm an atheist in Fort Worth, man. We both in the South, right? Let me ask you a question, man. Why did God put the tree of knowledge of good and evil if God did not want them to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil? Because when you look at it like this, they was 100% innocent. They did not know it was good to obey God and bad to uh, listen to the serpent. So they didn't know that until after they ate it. So what's up with, what's up with this God doing that? All right, I will give you that explanation as well, dear brother. So let me deal with the first one. May I do that, brother? Go ahead. And then come to your question. Go ahead. All right. Uh, in Genesis... 
Genesis 3, Genesis 3 and 1. Genesis 3 and 1 says, Now the serpent was more subtle, subtle meaning, you know, cunning, sneaky, intelligent, wise, you know, subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made and said unto the woman, and he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? So to make a long story short, what happened here is, is that Satan, who is an angel, brother, I don't know if you knew that, because, see, I, I'm listening to you talk, and then when I hear brothers and sisters like you say these, make these statements and make these questions, you know, it lets me know how much you don't know the Bible, okay, and how much you don't have to understand the Bible. It's like, it's like me listening to, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Ph.D., and I'm listening to somebody in kindergarten when it comes to the difference between your understanding and my understanding, people who really understand the Bible. Well, I wish you would educate so, me and stop talking about how much you know, man, and, and teach something. Verse 3. So this is God talking. This is, a, 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 this is, first of all, Satan is an angel. Satan was never a snake. That's not his natural state. Angels are not snakes. But clearly, in verse 3 and 1, we're talking about a damn snake. Okay? Now, the, all, the Bible also teaches us that angels have the power to transform themselves into any form that they want to or to inhabit the bodies of human beings and animals. Did you hear what I just said, brother? Yeah, you and just like, said hey, you believe in magical that, animals that don't exist. Oh, listen, brother. Now, now, now look here, brother. Now, if you're going to lie on me and get stupid, then I'm going to start up with that. No, ass, bro. Ass, no, bro. You just asked me what, what you just said. What you just said, you talking about I'm angels. Talking angels are fictional beings. I'm a goddamn thing about no magical animals, bro. You said angels, bro. Angels, you, angels, angels are magical animals. I said bro. the first thing I told you, brother, I, brother, the first thing I told you, that Satan is an angel, not a goddamn snake. What's the angel? That? What's the angel? What's the angel, bro? Goddamn, bro, bro. Yeah, see, see, I, this is just this what it's a simple question. With, it's a simple question. What is an angel? Let me tell you what an angel is, bro. An angel is an angelic creature that is likewise made in the image and likeness of God, whose original state of being and abode is in the heavenlies with God. Okay. Can you demonstrate that, Black Jesus? Black Jesus. Can you demonstrate that? I'm gonna give you these answers real quick. So I can, we can we can move on to these questions. Now you have me on here all goddamn day, playing silly. You know what an angel is, nigga. Don't play games with me, bro. I don't know yeah, what the hell no angel is, bro. <laughs> what you talking about? Bro, that's some shit you made up, bro. Information, bro. Now, an Satan is an angel, my man, not a goddamn snake. Okay. Yeah, now, it sounds like a fairy tale to so, me, man. Brother, let me finish, bro. And the Bible teaches us that angels have the ability to shapeshift and to transform into any kind of being. They can transform into humans. They can transform into animals. They can even inhabit the body of human beings, possess bodies of human beings. They can even possess the body of animals. Let's go for demons and angels. Brother, don't ask me no more nefarious questions. You let me finish teaching you bro, right you now. you just told me you I'm had a PhD in this, bro. Now you telling me don't ask no questions? Brother, I'm not going to be on your show for 10 hours giving you every week. We can talk later, and I will give you, I'm going to give you my number, and I will take my time to teach no, you all no, like Jesus. Man, look, no, no, look, for bro. the show. Yeah, no, no, you ain't, you ain't, so you ain't got no sense, bro. 
No, you you, now, you talking about bro. some some bullshit, man. I'm asking you a question, and you talking about don't ask you no question after you just told me you got a PhD in this. So are you gonna let me finish the explanation? Are you gonna let me ask questions that I don't understand what you're talking about? Like, Jesus, you've really been talking too much, but you never gave any demonstration or any explanation well, of what you're you talking about. times you guys have interrupted me, man, and I would have been finished almost by now. Like, Jesus, we have not interrupted you. We're just trying to get clarity on what okay, you're talking let about. Quiet, let me finish, bro. Let me, be, let me finish. Man, all right, bro, you got, you got now, three minutes. Go so ahead. Let me just say what I got to say, and then I will try to answer your follow-up question, because I still got to answer my other man's question. Like, Jesus. Then he asked me the second question. Black Jesus, so now, you, got, you brother, got three minutes, so brother. Satan, number one, brother, number one, Satan is an angel and not a snake. Okay? Now, Genesis 3 and 1 is definitely talking about a snake. Because he said that what? That the serpent was wise, more, and more subtle than any beast of the field. So what happened was Satan as an angel inhabited the body of a snake. Why did, why did Satan choose a snake? Because the snake's personality, all animals have certain type of particular, peculiar personalities. Because the snake personality was most similar to that of Satan. And so Satan saw that snake and said, hmm, that snake act like me. That snake think like me. And he inhabited and made himself visible to Eve, who was a human being. Because human beings can't see angels. We can't just sail straight up. Okay, because they're not physical beings as we are here on this earth. So Satan manifested himself by going into the body of a snake, this animal, a real snake, and was speaking to her telepathically, not from his mouth, because human beings used to have the power to communicate with animals telepathically. We lost that ability, but we still have some people who can do it, and they're called animal whisperers. We got people today who can talk to animals who are called animal whisperers, okay? Now, this is the same ability that Adam and Eve had and all man had in the very early part of creation. Now, so then this snake uh, that, 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 that Satan was inside of was talking to Eve and tempted her to do that. And then after she did what she did, then God cast out Satan out of the snake, and then God crushed the snake, not because of what the snake did, but because he cursed the snake because he could, because he's God, and the snake to this day is a symbol of that which is evil and wicked, and when men look upon snakes, we're reviled, the most of us are reviled when we see a snake. So God uses the animal, the snake, to remind us of the nature of Satan, and that's something that, that's a type of personality that we should avoid and not strive to be like. So, yes, okay, so, so black Jesus. That was a, okay, so that's been three minutes. Yeah, that's three minutes. Okay, okay, I'm just give me one minute to finish it up. So, when God uh, 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 removed the legs from the snake, because snakes used to have legs, if you look at reptiles today, they have four nodules on their bodies that are that are that used to be legs, that are that are vestu vestuals of legs, just like lizards have legs. So snakes used to run around like lizards do. But snakes have no longer have legs, but they had legs, and this is evidence that the Bible is true. And so when Satan was talking to God, so when Satan was talking to God during the story of Job, Satan was not in the form of a snake. He was in his angelic form, his normal form as an angel, brother. Uh, now, do you understand that? Snakes have vocal cords. 
do do uh, amphibians and lizards have uh, vocal cords? I just told you I'm answering your question, brother. I just told you that Satan spoke through that snake to her telepathically, sir. Did you hear me say that? Where in the Bible does it say they did it telepathically? Yeah, I, don't, I don't give a damn what it's up in that, bro. Is that, this, this is extra Bible. Wait, hold on. So you didn't say you don't give a damn what the Bible said? Did you just say you don't give a damn what the Bible said? Bro, Okay. Bro, everything that exists and that is true is not cannot be contained in one book. Okay? So this is reading other books that I have been able to understand that to, uh, to get that extra knowledge, okay, that the snake was talking like to telepathically because we have animal well, whispers well, to well, do. Well, what can we find that in, brother? Uh, brother, like, dude, what book can we find that in? Okay, now. All right, brother. Now, let's go no, to your question. No, you said you read other books other than the Bible. What, uh, what, yeah, what brother, book Christian, can we brother, find out that snake has more? Brother, brother, brother. Ain't nobody more educated in the black community than black Christians. Don't nobody read more books than black Christians. Black Christians only read one damn book. You only read one damn book. And it's a fairy tale. And black Christians are the most educated group of people in the black community, bro. Shut your ass up. Okay, okay. Black Jesus, can I ask you a question? Black Jesus, man. Chill out, bro. Chill out, man. How you? How do you know yeah, that Satan? That, hold on, hold on, bro. Black Jesus, like you are people reading this Christian dude. You dumbass niggas probably barely made it out of high school or some goddamn dropouts and talking about you uh, reading books more than Christian dude. Black Jesus, you know what? Yeah, you know what SFA is? You know what Stephen F. Austin State University is? Oh, you know what SFA is? Well, well Stephen F. Austin didn't help your ass one bit, bro. Okay. I look, okay. I look man. I look, bro. Cause we ain't here. We ain't here to uh, throw insults at each other, man. Cause, cause really the uh, the facts speak for itself, man. You could you could insult us all you want to, but I would, I just want to know how you know that Satan was the snake in the Bible. Like where you get that from? Because I read it, brother. Where you read it? You read? I read it. You can read it right there. Where, right where? Sure, bro, tell tell me where. I'm an atheist, bro. You got to tell me where it's at. I don't I don't know the Bible like that. Tell me so I can learn. I'm trying to find if if God exists, I want to know for real. So where you uh know that uh Satan right, is the I'm, snake? Right, let me go to the what verse question. do I say that? The other question. What, what, what scripture? Brother, and I'm coming back to that. What was your question, brother? What scripture does it say that <laughs> Satan was the snake? No, 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 not that question. I'm talking about the other question the brother asked me uh, earlier. What's the second question? Okay, so all right, so Quayle, would you be would you be a host? Can we deal with that question of why? Did God put yes. the uh, tree of knowledge in the uh, garden? Why would he yeah, do go that? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because he's going to have to deal with both uh, of ultimately, ultimately, Yes, sir. Ultimately, brother, God had, God had to give man the power and the ability of choice to, to, uh, uh, to, to execute his identity as a God. Once you become a God, a God is a person who has free will, and has free reign to decide what they want to do and what they don't want to do. If you don't have the free will and the free reign to decide what the hell you want to do, then that means that you are a slave and you are damn, you are a perpetual child. Okay, pause, pause, right there. Okay, good, 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 good answer. Uh, so what? who consecrated God as a God? Because you said once okay, you become a God, on, you hold on, hold on. So who consecrated hold on, hold on, God to be a God? Hold on, brother, hold on. You jumping around. You jumping around. Now, let me finish this out with you, bro. I'm, I want to finish your point out with you. Now, brother, the same way you, uh, and when Jesus said, when we refer, he said, we refer to God as your father. 
The word Father means source. The word God and Father also means creator. God's proper title, one of his proper titles is the most high God. That's his title, the most high God. All right. Now that's okay, where so you you're not you're not you 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 not and God created them. The angels are God, men are God. That's why God said, have no other gods before me, because I am the most highest God. I am the creator of all of you. No one is greater than me. Now, so again, brother, uh, uh, in reference to uh, 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 why God gave them, why God put that tree in the, in the middle of the garden, because that was the opportunity to give them the, the option of choice and to no longer to continue to be children or to be slaves and having the right to obey God or disobey God, bless God, and say, to hell with you, God. All right? And that's the choice that we have today. By having okay, that so choice and free will, we are God. If we didn't have free will, we would be slaves to God. And God didn't want us to be no goddamn slaves to him. He wanted us to have choice and to love him of our own free will. Okay, so can I can I ask you another question? So that that was yeah. really a uh, that was a bunch of red herrings and straw men. No, that's um, a, that's the truth, and you just don't like the truth, brother. That's your problem. No, no, it's not the truth that's because the question, no, question, I, I'm not saying this. Okay, so let me let me let me ask you this. So you're talking about God gave us a choice. Now, did Adam and Eve have the knowledge of good and evil prior to eating the tree of knowledge of good and evil? Did they already have that no. knowledge? No. So how did they know? So how did they? So how was God going to? How was God? Um, I mean, how did they get a choice? So if they did not have knowledge of good and evil prior to eating the tree of knowledge of good and evil, then they didn't know that it was good to obey God and uh, uh, wrong to uh, to listen to the serpent. So how did God give them free choice? So how did they uh, even again, know that it was good? Uh, and bad? Again, again, listen, brother. Okay, listen. Let me let me say this for example. Just like as a parent. At some point in time, your children belong to you, and you are responsible for all their actions, and they're your children. But then as soon as your children reach a certain age, you got to take your hands off them, you got to let them go, and they have to make their own choices. You cannot control them for the rest of their life. You might want to, but you cannot. You got to let them go. The same thing with mankind. When God created man, at some point, he had to let us make our own choices and make our own mistakes, just like we got to let go of our own children. But is God okay? all-knowing? Don't and he so know all, God, so, what everybody so, going to so, do? Hold so, so, on, brother. Hold on. So if the tree was never there, if there was never an option for them to obey God or disobey God, that tree represented the opportunity to do it. But once they did it, once they disobeyed God, then the knowledge of disobeying God, oh, okay, well, disobeying God ain't that bad. I kind of enjoyed that. It tasted good anyway. You know what I'm saying? And that's the same thing that happens with your children. You know, and we, when we, when we, when we so basically God needed them to do that in order to, to in order for sin to enter the world. Uh, yes, sin had to enter into the world. There's no doubt about that, brother. So, so basically your God is an asshole. No, that's no God. He's not an asshole because he gave your ass a chance to choose what you want to do. 
So, so is God all knowing? Is God all knowing, bro? Say what, bro? Is God all knowing? Does he know what I'm going to do? Now you both are going all over the place right now. Let me ask you. you I'm not going all over the place. It's very relevant, man. I'm just. It's a quick question. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Are you brothers black? Are you two brothers black? Nigga. Do I sound black to you? No, I'm, I'm, I'm African. No, I know you. I'm, 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 I'm just double checking. I don't know you guys. There. I'm just some some people do it, some people don't. Are you black, brother? Both you brothers black. I'm African. I'm African. Okay. Are you, I'm an are you brother, African. A, a black African American? A black African American? Yes. I'm, I'm an American. Yes, this is yes. the new atheist experience. Oh, okay. Well, we thank you, black. Now, 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 brothers. Now, 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 brothers. Now, and you guys can Google this. Y'all can Google this real goddamn quick, brother. Who, what people, what culture, what people did atheism come from? Did it come from Africans? Did it come from Asia? Or did it come from Europeans? Atheism did didn't come from, didn't come from nowhere, bro. Atheism is a natural state. Right. You well, born not sure, believing. Okay, you are born bro, not believing, bro. You, everybody's okay, born bro, okay, I'm, I'm gonna give both you. I'm going to give both of you a chance to, to answer, but to answer one at a time. Okay, brother, what was your answer? It came from what? So atheism didn't come from anywhere, bro. It's 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 a natural state of of the, what, when you born, you just born not believing it. So you have to be taught about a god. You don't you don't uh be born knowing that a god exists or something. You have to somebody have to convince you that a god exists. So you already an atheist when you born. It don't have to come from nowhere. Uh huh. Okay. Now let me hear the other brother. Go ahead, brother. Where where does atheism come from, sir? Well, if you're talking about the 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 the, um, the pre, you, or you, if you're talking about the label aspect, yes, it does come out of Greece, but it is basically the uh, the uh, rejection uh, of the, the, the label, the, the the belief system, the label, the but, but like you said, hold on, hold on, like Jesus, see, you don't let us Where did it come from? It, what people? No, it doesn't come from anywhere. But if you're talking about the label or the word, it does come out of Greek, meaning atheo. I'm talking about the, 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 the philosophy of atheism, sir. Where did it, come, it come from? It comes out of Greece. It comes out of Greece, but we had it. We, it you, you're born, you're born an atheist. You're born a non-believer okay, yeah. in a god. Atheism is just a rejection of the claims, sir. Yeah, atheism ain't ain't like religion, bro. It ain't like something that you gotta follow and all that shit. It's just not believing. Atheism, atheism does not have the atheism does not have a re religious decorum. You don't have to follow yeah. a I atheist think you're mistaken God. on what atheism is. All right, well, just let me know when I have to respond to you, brothers. You wayward brothers. You wayward black African brothers. Let me know when I have to respond to you, Negro. All right, Negro. Uh, you can respond as soon as you understand that atheism is not like a religion. It's it's just all it means is uh, that brother, you lack I, of belief. I, I don't need no damn understanding. You brothers are woefully ignorant and need some damn understanding to stop all this goddamn. Oh, you don't. So you bro, just said bro, you, you call yourself you call yourself black Jesus. You call yourself black Jesus, bro. You call yourself black Jesus. You don't even understand that Jesus Jesus enslaved black people. You call you call yourself black Jesus and you don't even understand that. You talking about you don't need no understanding. You, 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 you are a walking contradiction. You are walking contradiction, bro. I understand way more than you two brothers put together, bro. Man, you don't understand shit. Lives, you don't even bro. understand the Bible that you read. Okay, well, let me know when I have to respond to you brothers, okay? You've been responding, man. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, 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 I want to talk without being interrupted, though. Man, if you, if you can make some sense, you can talk without being interrupted. When you stop making sense, we're going to ask you some questions. I'm, I'm, res I'm responding to your questions too. I'm, I've been responding to your questions. So now, brother, now the, the second brother who said that this was uh, 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 from uh, from Greece, the Greece, you goddamn right. 
And when you Google it up and everybody listening to the show, all you dumbass, silly ass, ignorant ass niggas, atheist ass niggas, y'all brothers are some goddamn Oreos. You are some white niggas. This is a white man, European theology. This ain't no, no African theology. Nowhere in Africa, at no time, at no time, brother, in, um, in African history, bruh, did atheism ever spawn in Africa? Nowhere. Participants may now unmute themselves. They can only hit me. All right. You put you on mute. Man, man, that's that's crazy, man. This dude is just off the wall, man. Yeah, he off the wall, man. I don't even remember what the fuck you were saying. But first of all, bro, atheism ain't ain't like a a religion, man. You don't have to uh you don't have to get it from somewhere. And and what he was talking about, atheism don't come from Africa. Nigga, Jesus don't come from Africa, you dumb motherfucker. Jesus don't come from Africa. Where you get Jesus from, nigga? The first the first slave ship? That's where you got your name from? And you talking about you ain't you don't need no understanding? And the letter J wasn't invented to 1524. The letter J wasn't invented to the 1500s. So where you getting this J from? Now, I'm going uh, to unmute you, bro. So I'm uh, I'm going to let you back on. But you got to... Uh, Understand that you need some understanding. You walk around like you don't you don't need to know nothing and you talking you bro you sound stupid. You sound stupid, bro. A black Jesus. You unmuted. Go ahead. Okay. Thank you, bro. Now to all you brothers and sisters listening to my dear brothers who are sincere. These brothers are sincere. But these brothers are ignorant as all goddamn hell, and y'all don't mind telling a goddamn lie. The atheism, the, the, the thoughts, the, 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 the culture, the philosophy of atheism is European, sir. Exclusive. But the sir. Europeans, hold on, but the Europeans created your Jesus, sir. The Europeans created your motherfucking Jesus. You're not going to let me Okay, now you open up my mind. Bro, you open talk up too my mind. You right? talk too much, but you're not right. giving us. Then you want to mute me again. Q and A mode right, on. Look, Black Jesus. Participants look, may now unmute themselves. Let's let's do this, man. We gonna we gonna say that we gonna say that you're right. Okay, atheism come from the white man. Cool, you got it. Atheism come from the white man. Now, where did Jesus come from, Black Jesus? Conversation Jesus mode on. Everyone can be heard. Uh, Unmuted. Again, brother, thank you for agreeing with the truth that atheism is the white man's philosophy and culture. No, we're just going to say hypothetically for this uh, conversation, uh, we're going to say that you're right. Talking, bro. So that makes Where did Jesus you come Negro, from? All of you descendants of Africa, that makes you some Euro-Negro Negro. Bro, where do Jesus ass. come from? That's all bro, I want to know. That's all I want to know. Bro, that's all I want to know is where do Jesus come from, bro? Do it come from Africa? Bro, bro. Bro, do it come from Africa, talking, bro. bro. Do it come bro, from Africa, bro. Why you can't answer the question? Is the natural brother? Excuse me, bro. Atheism, the belief in no God, is the natural mind of the white cave beast that the slave master has taught you, paradise nigga. You niggas have learned the white man's true nature, and you love his nature more than he does. Where did Jesus come from? Where did the word of Jesus come from? Bro, don't change the subject, bro. Bro, this is not changing the subject. You accept atheism, you have rejected your African spirituality, culture, and identity. Q and A mode on. Okay, okay, okay. Participants may now unmute themselves. Black Jesus is my spirituality. 
You muted you muted again, Black Jesus. Bro, all we want to know is one one thing from you, man. We already uh conceded. You know what I'm saying? We gave it to you. Like we 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 playing devil's advocate here. We're gonna say that you right. Okay. Atheism come from the white man and, and whatever you say is true. But we want to know where do you get this Christianity shit from? That's all we want to know, bro. Where you get that from? We had to unmute you. Conversation mode on. Everyone can be heard. Unmuted. Go ahead, Black Jesus. Where you get Christianity from? Are you still there? Hello, hello, hello. Ali, Ali, oxen free. Conversation <laughs> mode on. Everyone can oh, be heard. Oh, you got unmuted. Right. Unmuted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he unmuted? Black Jesus. All right, I guess he don't want to talk. All he doing is really yelling, bro. All he doing is just yelling and spewing out shit out the side of his neck. He's just pulling straws and basically trying to, you know, make... He's he basically giving us a false history he lying, man. He of he where lying, atheism... Okay, so he didn't answer the question, Where? how do he know... Well, uh, that Satan was the snake because they never say that in the Bible. So I'm asking, like, where do you get that from? You just making this shit up. Then he right. talking about vegetable, vegetable organs and shit. All that do is prove evolution. That disproves God. That don't prove your story. If, if, if God is so smart, then why would he have uh, animals with vegetable parts and all that shit? That don't make no sense and all that shit. And then you talking about all this shit. And exactly. Uh, Genesis and shit, but and what uh, I was gonna say is, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, and I was gonna ask Jesus, like, when Adam was naming the animals and the insects. Did he name the house fly a house fly? If so, then what was the house is that? To, to call a house fly a house fly. You see what I'm saying? Or a barn owl, a barn owl. There was no barn or houses at the time, so how the fuck you gonna name a house fly a house fly when there was no houses then? Uh, and then he gonna run away when it's, when it's, and the questions get tough. Everything that he's trying to say, that's the point. That's why I gave it to him, because like even if you write, it just, it just proves that you wrong. Because you talking about we got it from a white man, but your name is Black Jesus. Where the hell Jesus come from, bro? Cause you know damn well he you study history that shit come from come from the fucking white man bro so you talking about all this bullshit about uh atheism but first of all atheism can't come from nowhere all it is is a lack of belief it's not some uh belief system or, or religion or, or group or whatever you know what i mean that's why i use the word to try to spread the awareness of what it really mean it's not uh what right. you're trying to make it seem like it is so like uh it don't like he's just trying to discredit atheism to, to enforce his to to, uh, to uh, basically uh, make his his religion more pro profound against Europeans, but he is stealing shit from the European. He's a culture vulture. <laughs> the white Jesus, the Jesus concept comes from Europeans. They first called themselves Christians in Antioch. Where is that Greece? So if you're a Christian, then that means you are following Greek culture. Bro, I got the book on my channel right now, The Golden Stool, that explains explicitly how. The Europeans came to Africa and used Christianity and it spread it around the whole continent and then they enslaved the Africans using Christianity the whole time. So everything that he's saying just disproves his whole point. That's why I gave it to him. I was like, bro, you can be right. You know what I'm saying? You can say, say that everything you're saying is true, but where the hell did Jesus come from? He, he left. He, he got to run. Right. And, you know, uh, the thing is, Sardinetta, he was on Sardinetta's show, man. Sardinetta had to mute him several times, man, and, because he like to cuss people out because nobody want to uh, believe his 
uh, in his uh, imaginary scoff area, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah, I'm not about to play you know, them games and, uh, with you, man. I'm not about to go back and forth with you on the internet about some imaginary bullshit, man. I'm going to just let the, let the record show and speak for itself. You the Christian and I'm the atheist, but you the one calling me the nigga, nigga, all this and the, and what all the shit he was talking, I don't even know what Southeast he said. All these dumbass Negroes, <laughs> y'all following the white man, blah, 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 but your Jesus is white. <laughs> but, but you supposed to be, black. and you supposed to be a Christian though, and y'all like Christian supposed to be all high and mighty and talking about well, where you get your morality from and all this and that. But what morality you got? You know what I'm saying? Calling and talking all that bullshit. Man, but, it, it, it almost make me make me be ashamed to be a Texan, bro. This nigga from Houston, <laughs> and I'm like four hours from this cat, man. I'm like, God damn, bro. They ain't gonna ask me what is we black. That nigga said is we black. If we black, like, what the fuck does that mean? New Atkins experience. Do you know what the word new means? Exactly, bro. bro. Like, you know what show you on, bro? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is we black? Well, Black Jesus, call back in, man. I mean, you did a lot of talking, but you didn't basically answer any questions. He did more talking than answering questions. Because yeah. he would go off on a different tangent and talk about other shit when we ask him a question. Like, when I ask him a question, I'm like, well, did God... Uh, or when you know, when you ask God, when you ask him this guy, I don't know, and he started talking about some other shit. Oh, that's not relevant. I said, it's very relevant. Yeah, he could talk about, about we changed the subject. Knowing, nah, he knew what was going to happen. Subject. That was very relevant to the thing because in order for God to give us a choice, he had to know the uh, prior. Well, excuse me. If God is all knowing, then he had to know the choice he was going to make prior to us making it. So when he put the tree of knowledge of good and evil in the midst of the garden, he knew that Adam and Eve was going to eat of it because he created Adam and Eve. You know what I'm saying? He knew this 13.5 billion years ago. Like, okay, see, let me, uh, I'm going to first create me an adversary, which is called Satan, and then I'm going to create these two humans on one planet. <laughs> Every, there's thousands of millions of planets in the, um, in the, in the galaxy, but um, in, in the universe, but I'm only going to create one planet with life on it. And I think I'm going to make them eat from this fruit and then try to tell them not to eat of it, even though I want them to eat of it, because I need sin in order, and I need sin to enter the world in order for me to basically kill myself to myself. Yeah, and as a serve as a loophole for rules I'm in charge of, you know. <laughs> so he, so God set Adam and Eve up, you know what I'm saying? Because he put the tree in the garden and they didn't know before they ate of the tree, they didn't know good and evil. So they didn't know that eating the tree was wrong, really. They didn't have knowledge of good and evil. And he agreed to that. And he basically agreed. I said, I said, did they know? He agreed. He said, no, they did not know. So, so why are you punishing somebody for not knowing? Ignorance is bliss, right? They always say ignorance is bliss. So God could have said, oh, well, y'all didn't know. I didn't give y'all the, the mental capability to say, hey, you know, because you didn't know. Because you had, in order for you to know that it was wrong to disobey me, you had to eat from that fruit. So God basically put the mechanism in order for them to have knowledge. They didn't have knowledge. And that's why I'm saying, if they didn't have knowledge of shit, how did Adam name all the fucking animals? And how the fuck did he hold his breath long enough to go down there and name a whale and an octopus? <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's obviously yeah. not not true, you know what I'm saying? Anybody who do the, enough research or just spend enough time on, on the uh, qualicush.com site, you will find out that the whole Adam and Eve shit is just uh, uh allegory, you know? And it's not even original, so... It's the Johnny Come Lately watered down, diluted version of some earlier shit, all mixed together. Mostly, you know what I'm saying, from Mesopotamia and shit. Some of it from Africa. So the, I don't know, like, where did people like Black Jesus come from? They claim they do research, but they come to the exact wrong conclusion. I don't understand that shit. Then he talking about, uh, you got your shit from polite. So I'm like, brother, if 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 I research mathematics and I figure out that a squared plus b squared equals c squared. 
and somebody on YouTube say that shit and I say that shit, that don't mean I got it from them. That just mean that the shit might be true. You know what I'm saying? We both study the same shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, Exactly, because, you know, the consensus, like, especially, um, you know, when they talked about, you know, evolution, you know, in, in Christians' mind, period, they think everything just happens spontaneous. But they have a problem with us saying that things happen naturally. You know what I'm saying? And when we take the whole supernatural aspect out of their creation story, you know what I'm saying? And we asked them, well, this is what I asked them. I don't know if you ever asked a Christian. What did God use to make the universe? Is, is God a physical God or an immaterial God or non-physical to create a physical universe? Nobody got nothing from Polite. Polite asked the same goddamn question. In order for this God to be a creator, he, in a physical universe, he has to be physical as well. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, and then when you're looking at mathematics, physics, and stuff like that, wrote, I mean, planet, uh, planet formations and stuff from secretion disks, it's not nobody's information. This is this is the best explanation of the origins of the universe. It's nobody's information. This is what all the scientists are saying. All the astrologists are saying. I mean, not astrologers, but the astronom uh, astronomers are saying, astronauts. That's why they're going into space and shit. So they can actually um, see how things hey, work. Uh... Somebody, somebody in the uh, ahead, chat, King Kings of Israel Truth said, "What's y'all creation story?" So uh, I'm gonna let you go ahead and go first, man. What's, what's your creation story? Man, my creation story started with my mom and dad having sex. To be honest, <laughs> what about I don't know what, story what about like the, what about the universe? The creation of the universe. I think that's what he more so what he's talking about. Okay, okay, <laughs> cool. So the origins of the universe basically starts. From a singularity, you know what I'm saying, that expanded. It wasn't a bang, it was just an expansion, you know what I'm saying, according to what science has said. You know what I'm saying? It's an expansion because it's very demonstrable. You got the background radiation, you got the um, you got the uh, 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 the celestial dust that basically coalesced under its own and collapsed under its own gravity and formed nebulas and stuff like that that created okay, I'm gonna um, uh, play devil's advocate. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm gonna ask you. Where did the singularity come from, man? Because because I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm assume that he gonna say God made the singularity or God started or God uh, sparked the Big Bang or whatever. So what's your answer to that? So what my answer to that is I, we don't know. I don't know, and I and I have no issue saying I don't know. But we only have we only have um, evidence of the singularity expanding, you know, what I'm saying creating a, a, a physical universe. So we don't know. And we don't pretend to know either. We just go by the evidence that's been, that's been presented. Cool, cool. I would say, um, I personally, I lean more towards, I say first, I don't know. But I think it's more likely that the universe is eternal. Because I don't see how um, any, I don't see how there could be a, a state of nothing being in existence. That doesn't make sense to me. And all we know of is things change in form you know uh, things don't come into existence we never seen something come into existence even like you for example you say you was a product of your mom and daddy having sex like you didn't come from nowhere you know what I'm saying those um atoms existed as as a, a seed in your mother and a seed in your father you know that came together to make you but uh at some point you know some form of you in some form of matter always existed you know uh, even if you like blow up the earth it's not going to disappear it's just going to be in a bunch of little pieces right but those pieces still gonna exist every atom still gonna be accounted for so i don't see how nothing can be so i don't think the universe came into existence so i don't think there needs to be something nothing, to create yeah. it you know 
and, and furthermore, like if you the whole reason for people to make up a god anyway is to answer the question that uh the kings of Israel truth asked, well, what's the creation story? Where did it all come from? Well, if your whole reason for inventing the god is to explain where did it come from, my question is where the hell did the god come from? Because if you need to invent a god to explain where things come from, then your god is subject to the same rule. Where did he come from? Or where did it come from? So it, it, it doesn't answer the question. It just pushes the question back and creates an even bigger mystery because now we got to explain not only where this God came from, but what's the nature of the God? What does the God want? What does the, the God expect from us? You know, and all that is this yeah. extra and bullshit. The, and, and not only the, right. And not only that, what is God? What is what is the God and what is God made up of? You know what I'm saying? That's my question yeah. to so 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 it doesn't make yeah. sense to it doesn't make sense to make up a god because we can study the universe we can tell you something about what the universe is made of it's uh, uh, made up of at least within our five senses and what our tools and instruments can detect and all that stuff but we can't do none of that stuff with god all we can do is listen to some other motherfucker speculation about what god might have said and they can't prove that god said the shit and it, it is real convenient for the motherfuckers who want to oppress you if you believe the shit it just so happens you know what I'm saying? So it, it just it, yeah. That's that's the that's the argument from ignorance. That's the god of the gap fallacy. You know, I don't know. Therefore, God. You know what I'm saying? So we don't have any other explanation but God. And it's and it's sad that people don't do any research uh, past their damn apartment complex. You know what I'm saying? They just sit there, read their Bible, do little pretty verses that make them feel all fuzzy and tingly. You know what I'm saying? And they don't yeah. do any research. They just say, "Oh, the Bible says." Because every time we ask Black Jesus a question, uh, oh, it's in the Bible. He said the, he, the yeah. God was eternal, like like the universe. But uh, you can call in, bro. The line's still open, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the number's on the bottom of the screen. You ain't got to stay in the chat. You can call in and, and speak in real time. But, yeah, what what you say to, to him saying the God is eternal? But I just say, if you say the God is eternal, you still have to explain where this God came from. You have to present the evidence of this God existing. I can present evidence that the universe exists. You know, it, it, um, I really don't have to because I don't think that you would disagree with me. But, you know, if you disagree that the universe exists, then that's a whole nother debate. But I think we agree on that. So there's really no point in, you know, saying going there. So we do disagree on whether or not the God exists. So can you present evidence on whether your God exists? So what you're doing is you're switching the burden of proof, really. You know what I'm saying? You asking me for evidence when you're the one making up the God. And I'm asking you, what's the evidence of the God? If I tell you I got a magic dragon that grants wishes but he works at the same rate of, of chance, then how can I ever prove that this invisible magic dragon exists if I don't show you any evidence? And if all I got is evidence for evidence is, is some letters from some dude, Paul, that died 2,000 years ago, then that's really not good evidence. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, call in with your evidence, bro. Why, why, and, and this is my, this my question, too. Why, why did God talk 2,000 years ago, but he ain't talking now? Exactly. And I mean, this would be the perfect time if God did exist to just call in on a, on the show and be like, hey, hey, <laughs> of God, you know, cut the power off or some shit. I don't know. Why do he allow us to have an atheist podcast if he want us to believe in him? Obviously, he don't care. He's indifferent if he does exist, right? So I don't get it. That's why this is the new atheist experience. We didn't even uh go over the book of the day, but the book of the day was a uh, stolen legacy. That shit is it's a, it's a real uh good book. Talk about 
all the shit that black Jesus need to know about how uh, the Greeks stole all the, the information they got from Africa, you know what I'm saying? So all that um, math and medicine and a lot of science originated in Africa, you know what I'm saying? So that's what the book talk about. So if y'all want to listen to the audio book, go to qualicush.com. It's called Stolen Legacy. Very good read. And you don't got to read it. You can just listen to it. No need to read it. But uh, Kwame, you got anything else before we head out, man? Oh, no, nah, man. I don't got no more questions. I just want this uh, King guy. I want King to call in, man, and um, explain to us where what is his God and what is his God made up of. And I think that's the that's the issue that Christians have. They just say, like, when I, like when I was talking to the Israelites on, uh, I think that was Sunday, man. Not Sunday, but uh, Saturday night when I was telling you about uh, King Judah and this cat that called himself Israelite. When I yeah. asked them, what is they God? What is the God made up of? They always say a spirit. I said, well, when you look at the et- etymology of the word spirit, it comes from the Latin, which is spredate, means wind, breath, the air. Then it comes from the Greek, which is pneuma, means wind, breath, the air. So you mean tell me God is wind, breath, and air? Yeah, I did man. not know when the, the same components of molecules of O2 can, can, can create a physical universe. <laughs> That's why I really don't even uh, like to use that word because it don't mean anything. It's just a word that people use as a placeholder for something that they don't know about. You know, it's like um, I say, where, where the hell, what, what is God made of? Oh, he made up of, of a spirit. Well, what is a spirit? Everybody answers that question differently. You know what I'm saying? Just like when you ask them what is God, they, everybody answers it differently because the shit ain't real. It's imaginary. It's made up. Exactly. And when I say what is God, they say, well, he's the prime prompter. I said, I didn't ask you. I'm not asking you what he did or it did. I'm asking you what is a God. Like, and I can ask you what is a human. Or uh, you might say he's made up of bones and atoms and stuff like that. You'll basically describe a human. But when I ask you to describe what your God is, you have a, you just basically don't give us an explanation. You just give us, oh, he's a creator or it's a creator or whatever you want to call it. You know, so it, 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 it's just, it's spookism, man. King Judah said that wasn't us, bro. Don't lie. What did he say now? Come back again. That wasn't us, bro. Don't lie. You said King Judah. Yeah. Did you say you was talking to King Judah, or it might be another Judah? Or it depends shit? on. It depends on because it's it's a, it's a lot of people that call themselves King Judah. Right. Is he King Judah? Ask him. Do he have a IMO? He hear you. Do you do, yeah, okay. Do you have IMO? Shit, he in the chat. He'll uh, he'll, he'll respond. But uh he ain't gonna they ain't gonna call in, man, because uh they just wanna go back and forth in the in the chat room and stuff, you know what I mean? But Yeah, hey King Judah, call in, bro. Electric Kane says, why are Christians so in love with Israel? That's a good question, though. Why are they so in love with Israel, man? It's like they got a, uh, Reggie Mabry said they got a fucked up, like, sick, twisted love relationship with their enslaver. You know what I'm saying? They don't even understand that, first of all, they, they wrote these myths to corral their own people. You know what I'm saying? First, and then they started using them. When the New Testament came around, they started using them on other people. You know, that's how that's what the whole New Testament was about. It was about giving the 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 gospel to non Christians, and they had to make that shit look like 
something that they would digest easy. So that's why it mirrors all these other religions so so much. So obey your obey your master, and you'll get you'll get a reward when you die. And yeah, you ain't gonna man. find out if you, this reward is real until after you die. Which yeah, is so basically like a scam, bro. It's like a scam to me. It's, it, bro, it's a fucking con, man. That's, a, that's exactly what it is. It's a fucking con. But yeah, King Judah, come on, call in, man. Oh, man, I'm challenging all Christians. Like, we want the smoke. Hey, Quaylen, you should basically uh put the uh you should basically put in the uh the next title. We want that smoke from Christians, Jews, Muslims. We want that smoke. <laughs> so y'all call in, cause we want the smoke today. Call in, man. Y'all see the number? Just call in, put in the access code. It's all on the screen. And another thing, another thing, Black Jesus mentioned that um. You know, when he was talking about biology of the snake, talking about lizards and snakes are the same. Yes, they are bored. Uh, what they arthropods or something like that? They're both the same, but a snake um, has a different uh, cellular structure from a lizard as far as like growing arms and legs. Snakes are not lizards, and lizards are not snakes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he don't know what he's talking about. They come about, from the man. same. Yeah, yeah. Because if you know anything about speciations and stuff like that and mutations, because lizards have to grow arms and legs in order to climb to get food. You know what I'm saying? Like they ate ants and shit like that. Snakes are on their stomach to eat rodents and shit, like ground animals. You know what I'm saying? So that's why evolution, basically by evolution by natural selection, basically uh, determines, hey, if this animal is on his stomach, he ain't got no arms and legs, but he can slither after a, a rat or a gopher or something like that, and he basically, his, his food is on the ground. But then you got lizards, they got flies, they eat flies, and they eat ants and all this other stuff that climb trees. So he basically developed arms, you know what I'm saying, through you know, over 100,000 years or whatever, however long it took in order to climb trees, and he had a, an elongated tongue in order to use that tongue to, like, snatch the flies of damn air. You know what I'm saying? That's evolution. Change mm -hmm. over time. Yeah, man, and natural selection is, is, is like, uh, wonderful. That's why I don't understand, like, why people try to make up all these stories and stuff to make the universe seem more magical than what it already is. If you just look at the science, this shit already got all the mysticism and magic you already want. Because, you know what I'm saying, the whole way evolution works, It'd be like imagine a whole bunch of different types of, of snakes and some of them can move around on their belly. Some of them can't move around too well. The ones that can move around well are the ones that tend to survive better. So they're the ones that tend to reproduce more and the rest of them go extinct. And over time, we're looking at it after billions of years saying, oh, this shit looked like it was made to be like this. Man, over time, this shit yep, was made yep. to, to look like this because, like, at one point, there was a lot of humanoid species. You know, most of the humanoids went extinct. We probably gonna go extinct if we don't, you know what I'm saying, get our shit together with all our pollution and all the shit that we do. But most of the animals on the planet went extinct. And people talk about this whole universe was, was meant for us and all that. If the universe was meant for yeah, us, then why is life design, relegated so. to, to just the one little sliver where we live on the surface of a planet that is like most of the planet is in uninhabitable. We can't live on most of the planet. We can only live on certain parts and the planet can only exactly. be habitable so so in, in a little pocket of the design. solar system, you know? So it's not, yeah, it's not, the universe ain't designed for us. That's, that's so incredibly narcissistic to say that the whole universe is made for us, but we can only live on this one little rock and there's one little piece of this one little rock, you know? 
It's yeah, that that the whole day. That's that's why you uh, when you was uh, talking to Daquisha or whatever her name is, when they talking when she was basically using the uh, watchmaker analogy. Oh, it has to be created. How do you know it has to be created? How do you know it just didn't happen naturally? And that's what get me about Hebrew Israelites and the Christians. Basically, they're Christians as well. They're just basically radical Christians. And it's like they cannot fathom that the, that things happen naturally. They think everything happened magically. Only way things happen magically is basically if you go to a magic show and see you're good. Only way you're going to see some magic happen or an illusion is if you go to the magic show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no and the whole magic, billions of years, yeah, the whole billions of years, it sounds basically far-fetched for them. Like, they cannot imagine things happening billions of years, of years ago because they're alive right now. And I'm sorry, Christians, Jews, Muslims, whoever you, whoever y'all, whatever religion y'all follow, I'm sorry that not, that uh, evolution, uh, 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 natural phenomenon as far as like the celestial phenomenon, astronomical phenomenon does not conform to your life, man, because we're only granted maybe a few decades of life. So I'm sorry it doesn't conform with your lifespan. That's why y'all can't see uh, change over time. That's why y'all can't see, for you flat earthers, that's why you can't see Polaris that's yeah, why you man. can't see Polaris. It's hard. It's yeah. hard to grasp though, you know because because we only live for for a certain amount of time, so we not evolved to understand these numbers because we don't really need to in order to survive. But to make it easier for folk, I always say like, imagine if if I start uh, walking and I'm only moving one centimeter a day, you know, you will come back in a week and you say this nigga ain't going nowhere, but. If I live for a billion years and you come back in a billion years and I'm moving one centimeter a day, you'll see how fucking far I went. And you see that small increments over a large amount of time really add up to big change. So you can start out as a fucking fish and end up a human because every generation you're slightly different. You're not an exact clone of your parents. You're slightly different. So if you add up the change over billions of years, you get at the end, something that's drastically different from what you started with is is just common sense. Yeah, but like I said, they they only see design because um, they feel like because they're looking at inanimate objects like a car. They say you know they always want to use man-made objects as design, an intelligent designer. I think that's where they get that shit from. They're looking at a car, how it was designed. Okay, it's designed by an intelligent man or men or women or whoever. You know what I'm saying? And then y'all want to look at the earth. Oh, this is an intelligent design. Um, I remember Ken Ham, uh, Ken Hovind or whatever his name is, they, he said, well, cars aren't spawning from tornadoes. What kind of what kind of argument is that? Like, a car coming from a tornado? Come on, man. Because yeah, they, the they, 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 can't, they can't stand the whole thing of random chance. <laughs> that's the watchmaker. The whole watchmaker, it, 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 it refutes itself. Because how do you know that something is designed? If you think that everything is designed, then you can't tell the difference between a car and and a rock because it's all designed to you. So you you shouldn't be able to even differentiate. You should be like, of course, the car is designed because it is it exists. You know, your whole argument makes no sense. So the whole very the very fact that you can exactly. differentiate that this is designed, but you don't rec recognize how you realize that it's designed. The reason why you know the car is designed is because you have evidence of the car being designed. You don't have evidence of it coming about naturally. If we had evidence of them coming about naturally, if we like went to another planet and a bunch of cars was rolling around, we wouldn't know, you know, if those cars, you know, came about naturally on that planet or if they was made. We would have to find the evidence, you know, so. 
the whole the whole watchmaker yeah, uh, argument. But, but, but they Bible said though, they, they they Bible said, but the Bible, but my holy book, you know, that's what they want to run to. But my holy book. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they got, man. That's why. That's why. That's why I, I spread the books, you know, because reading books is what helped me through my my path of uh, finding truth and my path to atheism and what I think the truth is. So I spread books because it's like you read this Bible every, all the time, but the, the it's it's, a, it's some bullshit. It's some fairy tale shit, and it's a whole bunch of poison shit ingrained in it to fuck with your mind and shit. So how about you read another book? Exactly. You know, so just read. And you know what? You know one time. verse that a preacher won't tell you about is Galatians four twenty two through twenty five, where it talks about the Bible being allegory. A preacher would never ever teach that verse. Not even a Hebrew Israelite would even teach that verse to his to basically who he's trying to reach or whatever he or she trying to reach. The Bible even says it's all an allegory. None of that stuff happened. There were no slaves in Egypt. The the preacher that was on the show couldn't even tell you who the Pharaoh was. He said it don't matter. Come on, man. Now correct me wrong. He said, "Oh, well, we, uh, he try, or did he try to make up a? Because I was getting dressed for work, and I was hearing bits and pieces of the thing. And he was, when you asked him who the Pharaoh was, he didn't, he, couldn't, he didn't give you the name of the Pharaoh. No, nah, he didn't know. He just, you know he, just he just got all his information from the Bible. All he said was the what the Bible said, Pharaoh. The Bible just say Pharaoh. So it's like you just getting all this stuff from a book, bro. Like, you, how about you tell me who wrote the book that you that you quoting from the Bible? Because the Bible ain't just one book; it's sixty six books." So whichever book you getting that from, tell me who wrote it, when they wrote it, and what was going on in this motherfucker's mind when he wrote it. You and know, if this is God's that. word, then God said a lot of shit. If this was God's word and God said a lot of shit, then why did God go from 500 books of the Bible to 66? How did God allow them to do that? Did they have a meeting with God and God said, yeah, you can take out some of that shit. Exactly. I want them to know everything. How is it? It's not the, <laughs> word, it's not the real word of God. Then. It's, it's the word of God minus most of it. You know what I'm saying? And who's, who's to say that you... The, to decide what goes into the word of God or not. You know, so even if it was the word of God, it wouldn't be right. That's why I don't understand Christians. And, you know, if people ask us, um, why y'all go so hard on the Christians? Why y'all go so hard on Christians? Well, look around the black community. Everywhere I turn, it's a Christian church. In the poorest neighborhoods, it's church, church, church. And it ain't doing shit but siphoning money out of the community. So we go so hard on the Christians because the Christians going hard on us. It's just y'all don't see it. That's why we got the hashtag wake up movement so y'all can wake the fuck up. And understand what the real problem is in society and maybe we can get our shit together as a people and stop asking for Jesus to come and, and help us when this motherfucker don't even exist. Even if he did exist, exactly. how long you going to wait, you know what I'm saying, before you start, you know what I'm saying, stop, say, well, maybe this prayer shit ain't really working out how we thought. Maybe we should do something else. How long you going to fucking wait? How, how many times you got to get your ass kicked before... You and the rest of your people. How many black, how many black to men got to go down? And how many black men and women got to die each day from police brutality, racism, and white supremacy, even systemic racism within each other? How many how many times we got to die? What is God doing? Is he playing? Is he using us as like? Uh, I, I would say God is. I say I would say we the video game and God is the player and he playing. Uh, he playing uh, two crimes of uh, two crimes of uh, life or whatever. And we the damn characters. He got us killing each other and shit like that. A white folks killing us shit. You know what I'm saying? I would say this is more like a simulation. God is just playing with us. And he's using black people more. You know what I'm saying? Playing Call of Duty or something with black people. Come on, man. We're the Call of Duty. That's the fucking danger in, the, in believing in God. Because if you believe in God, what you have to do is you have to 
explain all of this fucked up shit that you see, right? You have to make sense of this shit some type of way. And believing in God makes God the bad guy every time because either he can't do shit about it or he won't do shit about it. Either or, that's the God that you fucking worshiping. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's, it's, it makes more sense is- to just say God don't exist. That mm-hmm. explains it better, you know, because if God don't exist, then that explains a why we haven't found him b why he don't answer prayers c why is so much fucked up shit going on in the world because it's just the universe you know that explains it a lot better than all of these um god myths that leave you with all of these questions right and you know they were told not to question you know so you know, with my with my ex being a, a Christian believer and everything, she she thought that listening to uh, Christian podcasts actually helped her through life. But she was more toxic than than everything, you know, anything. I didn't listen to that Christian shit. I would, I would walk out the room or leave the living room, and she would listen to this holy roller shit. But still, her her life did not change. She was still calling me crying, talking about how her mother treated her bad and all this other shit. Man, and when see, they- when I when I let go of religion, it, I was I, it, it made it easier for me to heal. Because I was, because when I was a Christian, it made me like, okay, when is God gonna heal me? When is God gonna? I'm a, I was constantly praying, and nothing changed. But when I let go of religion, I became more, I became more uh, susceptible. Like, okay, this is real life. Yes, this is real bro. life. I'm that's, not in the dream world. That's, no how, more. that's how I felt when I when I um, stopped believing in God. It's just like, okay, now I'm in the real world. It's like um, the Matrix. You know, you fi- find out that this is what's real. Something don't seem right about the world. And that's what it fucking was. I'm looking at the world the wrong way. You know, I'm looking at it like there's some force out there watching over me when really it's just me out here. I'm the force. You know what I'm saying? And these uh like to what to what your your girl would say about Christian shows helping her, bro. That shit is all a, a, a fucking scam. It's a con. You just got to be smart enough to see through the shit, bro. I was locked up right, and I was watching Joel Osteen. Because that shit would help me through the shit, but I I noticed while I was watching the shit that he didn't he ain't really talking about Christianity at all. All this nigga doing is selling hope. He's saying, "Oh, life gonna get better," and he might use like a metaphor from the Bible to explain uh, some story that he just made up about how some some uh, motivational uh, spiritual um, basically is gonna be better if you do this and give him some money. But the whole time he's selling DVDs, he's selling books. It's a big commercial uh, infomercial, if you will. And this is his sermon. And it really don't got shit to do with Christianity. So I realized that these preachers, they're good ones, or I should say the mm-hmm. successful ones, they only they only successful because they sell in hope. You know, if they, they really preach the Bible, people will realize how fucked up it was. So they can't really preach the Bible. Exactly. They just got to give you some good feeling shit, and then they'll use the Bible to explain the shit. Almost like when Ray Hagan's do. He, he's a, a, a non-Christian. He's not an atheist, but he's a non-Christian preacher. But he'll go to the Bible to to make a point, you know what I'm saying? And that's exactly what right. Joel Osteen and the rest of these other, um, um, you know, uh, evangelical successful te- uh, televangelist preachers do. They don't really preach Christianity. They just sell hope, and that shit is is is, is poisonous to the community because what they doing is they taking so much money out of the community that could be used in better ways. Because they ain't, if the church was working the way it should work. Then you know we wouldn't have like a homeless problem or none of that shit because churches would be taking care oh, of all yeah, that people shit. People being sick, all these faith healers and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, so you made a leg grow, but you can't go and heal an amputee. 
<laughs> yeah, man, you can't. can't you just made somebody leg grow in church, but you uh, you can't heal an amputee. Can't do nothing know? worth worth saying that. Oh, this is doing now. Um, uh, I forget who said it, but somebody made the point that if Christianity was true or any religion, really, but we gonna pick on Christianity because that's what got the hold on most of these people. If the Bible was true, then we should notice a difference in the lives of the followers of the people because they praying to the real god right they should be getting like blessings on blessings exactly. like everybody should be blessed and highly favored that follows this shit. but what we see is the same diaspora or the same spread of people that are successful or the unsuccessful happy versus not happy in every religion you know so you, here, here's a now let's address the elephant in the room um if christianity was true no, 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 this is, I'm, I'm scratched that. Black people have a hard time believing that white folks enslaved us with it. Uh-huh. That's the elephant in the room. They do not want to look at the white man as the one giving us the religion that basically made us docile and that basically was a brutal vice that enslaved our African ancestors. So they don't even address that. They think it's a black religion because most black people are, um, are gr- gravitate towards it so much because we are... As an ancient people, we were more spiritual because we connected ourselves with nature and the universe and this and that. So they don't want to address the elephant in the room, the white man that gave it to you, the white man that used it to you. And my question to Christians is this. Why would a white man give you something that's true? If he knew that it was basically going to help your soul get to heaven, then he wouldn't have gave it to you if it was so true. That's like uh, in Harry Potter. No, not Harry Potter, but the Lord of the Rings. That ring has some kind of magic power that does something good for people or whatever. And you know how they tried to go after it. They had to take it from us. Now, the, let's look at the Bible as the ring from Lord of the Rings, right? Mm-hmm. It got healing powers. It does all this other magic shit and this and that. If, that was, if the Bible was true, why would the white man give it to you? If the white man lies to us a lot. Yeah, man. The white man give you all the fucked up shit, man. Enslaved you and raped you and all this stuff. But they're going to give you the keys to heaven. And you just take it and go, oh, well, thank you. I don't understand that shit. I really when you bring up the white man, like, when you bring up color, they say, oh, it doesn't matter about color. They just want to basically toss that out. They, it's a cop out. They just want to toss it out. They don't care who gave it to you. So that means I can come in your, that means I can come in your house and beat you up and kill your, kill your offspring and shit like that. Say, if you don't obey my, my religion, then um, God's not going to uh, help you out and shit like that. But you must be my slave in order to get that reward after you die. That's basically what happened. Yeah, or they become they, a, they become a, a Hebrew Israelite, you know what I'm saying, or nigger brews as you call them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They they so engrossed <laughs> and indoctrinated in this Bible that they find out, oh, okay, the white man fucked up, so I can't follow his his religion. So what they do is they flip it mentally and say, oh, they really talking about us. They re- it's really it's really a, a, a black people. We the Israelites, you know what I'm saying? So they just uh, it's a it's a, it's a sad form of indoctrination, you know. But they can't let they the shit from, go. They, uh, and Shaka almost said that you are Negroes that's trying that's got their foot off the plantation, one foot off the plantation, and still on the plantation. And y'all scared to come all the way off the plantation because you want to cling to this Jesus Christ story as the redeemer or savior. Now, uh, I don't know if I was talking to you. I was on uh, the Dagger Squad uh, Friday, and uh, we was talking about um, Deuteronomy twenty-eight sixty-eight, and then we talk about nobody will buy you. Why are if, why is every Hebrew Israelite talking about that the word buy means redeem? I looked up 
I looked up etymology of bi, I looked at what the definition of bi is. None of it is, bi is not synonymous, synonymous with redeem. Y'all need to stop that bullshit. When they said no man will buy you, and also when I think Deuteronomy 47 said you will sell yourselves. So <laughs> I think it's Deuteronomy, don't correct me, but I think it's Deuteronomy 28, 47, where it talks about you will sell yourselves as well. And there will be few in numbers and all this other stuff. So you mean tell me that only a few Hebrew Israelites got off the boat? And the rest of them was African. Yeah, and they say, what did they say about uh, Egypt? Because in that same verse, it says it's going to put you on ships and take you to Egypt. Egypt, yeah. I will bring you into Egypt again, though you will not see it no more. What kind of, I didn't even get that shit. I'm like, what is God talking about? I'm going to bring you to, that's like saying, hey, hey Quayle, I'm going to bring you to Fort Worth, but you ain't going to see it no more. But you in Fort Worth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it, bro. Shit. Oh, get it, man. Man, did you hear about uh? Did you hear about the the family who who let their neighbors kill their daughter because they were trying to get a demon out of her? No, I ain't heard that, man. Right, you got you got to play that clip, man. Or do you have a news story you can play? I ain't got the uh, I ain't got the clip ready, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to post it like later on tonight. But uh, wow, yeah, man. I got the uh, I got the article, man. It's basically uh. Yeah, the little girl, man. I think I, she was, was like four. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, she was she like was four, four years old. They um, they went to some church, man. But they 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 trying to claim that the church didn't really have nothing to do with it. But they won't say what church the folk went to. You know what I'm saying? But they they was Christians. You know what I mean? And this happened like um, uh, the twentieth, December twentieth. And basically, their neighbors came over there and beat the girl. They was beating her on the regular, you know what I mean? But the day that she died, they had a pond in their backyard. They went and dunked her in the pond and stuff. And the police came and found the, the girl dead already. They said they was trying to uh, get a demon out of her because the mother had demons and the kids was going to grow up to have demons and all this shit. So basically, man, I say all this shit to say that this religion shit still causes harm in the world you know, and beliefs and it's very dangerous can, it's yeah very beliefs dangerous, can be very man. dangerous man like this these folk and they, they had more kids too you know but the girl died and you know now the, the parents four people the parents and the neighbors all going to prison because they had some fucking belief about some demons that don't exist bro that don't exist man when they i was man. when i was going through all this um what i call my my spiritual journey when I got out of religion and I started basically looking for what the truth was, man, I, I I got into everything, bro. I studied fucking Wicca. I studied everything, man. And all of that shit is some bullshit, man. Ain't no fucking demons. Ain't no angels. Ain't no devils. Ain't no gods. Ain't none of that shit real. But the belief in that shit is very, very dangerous. So that's why I go so hard on the shit, man. It's not because... uh. Motherfucker, I don't know what they what they think, you know, but a motherfucker called me the Antichrist the other day. I said, you got damn right I'm the Antichrist because Christ enslaved my motherfucking ancestors. So what you talking about? What am I supposed to be? The You know what I'm saying? The pro-enslaver of my ancestors? Then this motherfucker is not a real person, you know what I mean? It's not like um like this whole spirit realm that just you believe in. It's not real. It's not a thing. Nothing's going to happen after you die. You're just going to be dead. And when black people realize exactly. that, that's when we can empower ourselves and actually get out of the bullshit. Because the people that, that invented this shit, they don't really believe that shit, man. Most of the people that call themselves uh, Jewish, like the real uh, people that, the, you know, the white Jews, they, they mostly the atheists. people and the Germans and shit, yeah. They mostly atheists. They're more atheists than anything. Yeah. Yeah. 
So they don't like, even believe that Jesus existed. But that's who that's who the Christianity came from Judaism. So that like I don't know why black people can't wake the fuck up and realize that you know everybody don't believe this bullshit and y'all y'all the only ones that still believe this shit and y'all doing the worst out of everybody. So maybe it's the maybe exactly. it's the religion we, that, that got something to do with it. Maybe maybe it's a correlated issue here. <laughs> right. You have the poorest health, teen pregnancies and stuff like that. You know, uh, crime rate, school dropout rate. I mean, it's only one percent of the black population that is even that's considered rich. One percent. It's only one percent of the black population that's considered rich. Exactly, and that's what people uh, and we don't, believe don't realize. <laughs> They think uh they think oh we doing better. We we got uh four black billionaires and all that shit. But they, they don't they don't they don't tell you, you how many white billionaires there is, man. <laughs> and it's sad that black Jesus called himself black Jesus, knowing that Jesus was a damn slave ship. Yeah, he know that shit, man. But I don't know. Voyages, I don't get actually, his, his if you look at slave voyages, Go like ahead. the names and shit, it'll tell you that some of them African slaves was on the good ship Jesus. It's Latin. It's a it's a Latin word, but it's basically when you look at the other, when you uh, basically translate it to English, it's the good ship Jesus. Yeah, man, I got a, uh, a video about it on my channel, man. Ahead. John Hawkins was the name of the nigga who got the ship from uh, one of the queens, right? From Britain, and she basically gave him the go ahead because they found out they could make a whole bunch of money uh, enslaving people, and you know um, she lent him the ship, the good ship Jesus, and he went and used it for to bring the the, sla the slaves to America for the first time. They was already doing it, taking the slaves over to uh, the Middle East, or what we call South the America. Middle East now, and up to Europe and shit. Yeah. But then they started taking them to the Americas on the good ship Jesus. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if it's true or not, but it's a, a story that says that they would go up to the natives and ask them, you know, if they wanted to be saved, and if they said yeah, they say well follow me. You know, we just we're gonna uh, get on this ship and and you know you gonna whatever the uh, story of Christianity is. You know, you are gonna get a your soul saved and your sins forgiven and all this stuff. And of course, when they got on the ship, they couldn't get off. You know, so that's Black and Jesus' yeah, name. That's where he got, got his name from. Yep. And I asked him about the J. He just said, oh, you're trying to change the subject. But I'm like, no, we're trying to stay on topic. Every time he got ready to explain something, he would basically divert to another something else that was not relevant to the to the question. But he was telling us that we was off topic and cussing us out, calling us out of his name. And not once we called him out of his name, called him a nigga and stuff like that. Yeah, man. That's and why I had to put him on mute. <laughs> uh, he don't like that shit. I had to put his ass in time we out, did. like, when I... Yeah, when I when I went over to his show, shit, he kept putting me on mute just to ask him questions. But you know, he on, he got a blog talk radio show, so and then he came on TRS with uh, Tyrone Thompson doing the same shit, getting mad because we we questioning his his belief. Why your God ain't getting mad? Why your God ain't show up and help you? Say, hey, you know, um, I'm real. You ain't got to tell him no more, Black Jesus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you up here getting pissed off. Maybe yeah, because you, the God that you believe in, is you. A belief in a God to me, man. A belief in a God to me, well, a well, I would say in actuality, a belief in a God is a profound dynamic relationship with yourself. That's why you all. That's why people always say God knows you, and God told me to tell you this and to this. I said, well, next time God tell you something, please record it so I don't believe that you're lying. <laughs> For real. For real though. 
Black Jesus a fucking actor, man. Cause I heard him on a uh, on a uh, convo with uh James Small. He wasn't doing all that rah rah shit, so he, he know you know how to act accordingly. He just doing all that shit for show. But he ain't got no sense though to be calling yourself Black Jesus and and you know damn well where it came from. That's why he couldn't answer the question. You know, you talking about where atheism come from, but where the hell you get Jesus from? Where did Christianity come from? He couldn't fucking answer. He had to he had to go, you know. Whatever he had to do. Oh, ad hominem attacks and shit. Oh, ad hominems at us and shit. And we were basically, we let him talk longer than we should have, really. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? But I, I do that shit all the time. I let these folks talk, man, because cause really, that shit, they, they doing themselves a disservice because everybody get to hear all the dumb ass shit you say. And the people that's on your side don't don't even agree with you. And so, go exactly. ahead. Go ahead, spit all that shit out. I let them keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, man, I know our platform. Man, we had we had a, a somewhat infamous celebrity on our show, Black Jesus Minister. They always come on side net and get you know booted. <laughs> so, man, we we reaching out, man. We trying to we trying to get more of our people to think, man. So, if y'all you know want to call in, please call in, man, to the show, man. It's all about talk. We we basically here to. To get you to think, man. You know, we're not trying to convert you or anything, because atheism is not a conversion. Because guess what? Like, like, like Quayley said, when you was born, you was already an atheist or a non-believer. You didn't know nothing about God. You knew that your mama was God, and in, in the sense of, you go to her breast to be fed. You, you, you ever reach up, see a baby reach up for that tit? Yeah. My, my kids were born. My, my uh, kids was always looking up at their mama, and they was looking trying to, you know, move that shirt so they can get so they can be fed. Exactly. That's an innate. That's an innate thing. Nothing in nature needs instructions. Nobody was born with a book strapped to their ass, and there wasn't no goddamn God handing out books through the goddamn sky. That's some boogeyman shit y'all talking about, man. Ain't ain't none of that shit real, man. No gods, no spirits, no souls, no nothing. And when you realize that shit, you really freeing yourself, man. You freeing your mind, and you you freeing yourself up to think and do really whatever the fuck you want to do because can't nobody tell you not to you know unless you unless you allow them to really you know because once you when you believing in all that shit first of all you got to understand that you choosing to believe in a particular religion you know you choosing this christianity because you was born over here if you was born somewhere else you would be in, in that religion that they believe in over there so you choosing to believe in this shit and you restricting yourself by all of these rules oh i can't have sex before i'm married you know or well, I can't curse and all this. When it, cursing is just a sound that come out your fucking mouth, it really don't mean nothing until you make it mean yeah. something. So yeah, all these rules and restrictions, like and then on, you hold man. yourself that's back because you ain't you. Like you say, you get into a problem, you you find yourself into some turmoil or something, and instead of figuring out a way to resolve it, you say, "Well, God, please help me. God, please help me." All that time you spending God pleasing, you could have been spending thinking, man. And when you free yourself from that belief. You, you realize how much time you get actually got to think now and how much power you have when you put your brain to work, you know, and that's what really going to free yourself and it's going to free black people as a, as a whole is when we get rid of this fairy tale. Exactly, man. It's, it's, just, it's a stronghold. It's a stronghold on our people, man. It's a Stockholm Syndrome uh, epidemic on our people that's been basically perpetuated throughout the throughout this whole 500 years of enslavement. Like the physical shackles are off our feet and hands, but the mental the mental shackles are still on the minds of our people. 
Exactly, bro. And we're what, the 2% now? We're like the 1% of uh, black people that don't believe this shit. It's growing, though. You, you know, know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's growing. It's a growing progress, man. I mean, I know the comments. It's flo- you know what I'm saying? We got a few people that's conscious and, you know, woke, you know, that realize that, hey, man, why am I still believing in uh, a magic being, uh, uh, imaginary cosmic mage, you know what I'm saying? And I never seen this thing, and this thing never did nothing for me because I'm going to work every day. You know what I'm saying? You know, you got preachers like Creflo Dollar and T.D. Snakes and all them. They all talking about, God going to bring me out. God going to bring me out. But if that was the truth, then none of us would need to work. I wouldn't be at work right now. Shit, if God was going to bring me out, shit, I'd be at the house chilling. Right. <laughs> shit. Yeah, man. But shit, I guess I we go, uh, go ahead and close out. Right. Car note. <laughs> right. God going to bring me out. Well, you can go ahead, uh, if you got uh, any shout-outs, uh, uh, let the people know your social media and all that shit. We can go ahead and close out. Oh, man, we're going to close out, man. Hey, man, my, this is my platform right here, man. Uh, I don't really have social media um, like that, man, but um, I am getting my merchandise ready, man. We are in production right now to get them get these uh, new Aces Experience hoodies and shirts out, man. So we are in production, man. So by February, we're going to have um, over um, probably – 2,000 pieces of material, man, um, of merchandise to send out just for starters, and then we're going to continue to grow. So, man, check out that Know Thyself apparel um, on quailacush.com, man. I'm getting everything ready. We are in production right now. This is just a new business I'm starting up, but, man, it's well worth it, man. And um, I suggest y'all go to quailacush.com for even more merchandise that he has basically already um, has, too, man. And I'm going to purchase some stuff, too, in the near future as well. So, um, yeah, check us out, man. And uh, always stay woke, man. Uh, question everything. Don't believe nothing. Always question. Knowledge is more, knowledge is more tangible than belief. That's all I have to say. That was up. And as always, you can listen to this podcast everywhere, man. It's Spotcast, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Apple, Anchor, iHeart Radio. Anywhere you get podcasts, you can listen to this podcast. And if you uh, listen on YouTube, if you haven't subscribed already, please make sure you do so. If you want to support the channel, make sure you hit the share button. That's one of the best ways to support us. Just help us get the message out and reach more people. And also, like Kwame said, go to qualitycush.com. Check out the merchandise. We also post the books, recommendations every day. And they're always very insightful, educational or entertaining books that I handpicked myself and mostly audio books so you don't have to sit there reading. You can just listen to it while you exercise or do whatever you do. And I appreciate everybody for tuning in, man. And, oh, yeah, make sure you hit the like button for me. Give it a thumbs up. And we'll right, see y'all like next thank week. Black Jesus. Thank you, Black oh, yeah. Jesus, for calling in, too. I just want to reiterate, man. Thank you, Black Jesus, for calling in. Man. Everybody give him a, a hand clap, man, for even trying, man. <laughs> yeah, man, we job, appreciate man. I just want to reiterate that, man. We Thank always you, appreciate all of our guests, man. So appreciate you, Black Jesus Minister, for calling in, bro. Uh, I don't know why you had to run like that, man. I don't know if you had to take a shit or something. I get it. But uh, we'll be back next week, man. We'll see y'all. Holla at you, man. Uh, peace, God. Peace, God.